0: Zero. All We have a Live on the Mule Sports Network, it's Muhlenberg 2023 football. Sponsored by the new Birdies Inn. Located at 5 Points in Exeter, MikeDragosports.com with the best high school sports coverage in Berks County, and Margarita's Pizzeria in Laureldale. Tonight, your Muhlenberg Mules host the Octorara Braves. Now to the broadcast booth. Here are your announcers, Ryan Lineweaver and Patrick Wider. Well,
1: hey now, as Jerry would say. Welcome to the broadcast. Welcome to Muhlenberg Football here on the Mule Sports Network. For the first time, brand new school here for us within the Jerry Gellif media of, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, networks, I guess. With me, I'm Ryan Lineweaver. If you've tuned in before, you've heard me call football for Exeter. You've heard me call football for Burke's Catholic. And now I come to you from good old, well, I guess it's technically Reading, Pennsylvania. Temple, <laughs> you want to call it. We're Dale, whatever you want to call it. We're here at Muhlenberg High School for a matchup between a couple of retooling teams in Octarera and, of course, the Mules. I'm here with Patrick Weider, the newest addition to our broadcast <laughs> team. Welcome in to the broadcast. Happy to have you.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I tell you, first off, first time I've been here. This stadium is beautiful. We you look over the mountains and everything, it, it's an incredible view.
1: It's the longest walk to a stadium though <laughs> from where you parked. So it is a That's my walk. only gripe with it.
2: It is a pretty far walk and some of us wore pants. So, you know, just to give you a little insight, a I that few was not of us me.
1: Wore pants, thank I you very wore much. shorts.
2: <laughs> um but but yeah, this is a fun uh, you know, week one is always fun. Yeah, I I've been excited the last couple of days thinking about it. I can't wait to see what Muhlenberg looks like. I can't wait to see what Octorero looks like. And, I, you know, I, I think there's a lot of excitement with Muhlenberg. You know, it, they have a new offense. You know, there's a lot of lot of stuff building in the school with the weight room. Mm-hmm. They really have a weight room class. A lot of their coaches are in the building. So I, I feel like the, 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 the program is going in the, the positive step. So we'll see how they do tonight. And, and, and I think it's exciting for everybody involved in the school.
1: We did get to uh, pull. Put Together a Podcast. If you haven't heard it, it's on your favorite, uh, as we would call it, podcatcher. You can check it out on Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple, whatever Apple's version is. I don't have Apple. You and Jerry sounded stuff, great. So. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, we had the opportunity to talk to Mikey Miller. Had yep. the op- uh, Jerry had the opportunity beforehand uh, to talk to, you, to the athletic director, to talk to uh, John Lorchak, the head coach, uh, now in his fourth season here in Muhlenberg. And uh, like I said, we got to talk to Mike Drago a little bit as well about uh, what to look forward to here this upcoming season. So I won't dive too far into all of that. Uh, you can listen to the 90 minutes of all of the, uh, the <laughs> preseason warm-ups essentially for us uh, at your local podcaster app, whatever you uh, listen to it on. But, yeah, certainly, like I said, two retooling teams here meeting tonight in Dale. Last year, this was a victory for Muhlenberg. They were able to come out the first game of the season, beat Octorera, beat the Braves, notch that victory, uh, one of two that they had last yeah. year. And, you know, obviously a chance here. We talked on the podcast a little bit about this opening part of the schedule and how important it is for them to get off onto the right foot. And that starts here tonight against Octorera.
2: Yeah, I, I think the Mules have a good chance to win the game tonight. They, they really do. I think so too. Um, rera has got a first-year head coach, uh, so Ed Smith takes over for Jed King. Um, So it's always hard first year as a head coach coming in here. You know, he's been on staff, so that's a huge advantage. But it's going to be hard, you know, your first game. You don't know quite what to expect from your team, from you as a staff. So I think that's going to be interesting. But I I really do like the the advantage that the the Mules have. I I think that they have some real exciting pieces on offense, and they have a new offense. They're going to be running the spread offense and it's going to help exploit some of the matchups they have at receiver with Michael Miller, who's who's a really dynamic player. Everybody's been uh, really excited about him and talking about him.
1: I'm trying to temper my expectations (laughs) a little bit because I've only heard, like, pie-in-the-sky type of uh, dealings with him.
2: Well, I I watched his film from last year. I'm going to tell you that. I watched it about three times.
1: 12 carries, Uh, uh, but also played an awful lot of defense.
2: Yeah, like, one of the first film, one of the first clips is – he he was playing outside linebacker, and in, in the and in the, in the uh, quarterback threw the pass. I don't even know who it was against, and he just came out of nowhere, intercepted, and went 35 yards for a touchdown. Another one was a kickoff return; he took uh, took to the house. And so, as a freshman playing, you know, Section Two football, he made some exceptional plays. Now he's going to his sophomore year. Can he pick up on it? Yeah, I'm thinking so. Now it's going to be. A little where's Waldo, Where's he? <laughs> he's going to be an outside receiver. He's going to be a slot. He's going to be in the backfield, but it's not just him. I you know they got some talented players. I think Kyle Archie's got some chance to you know pl- make some plays as receiver. Arian Cruz as well. So, you know so and they got uh, Javion Ortiz at running back. So I think that they got some good players. And then Aiden Lopez, that a lot of people know about from the mm-hmm. baseball field, right? Sure do. Um, he can move. He can run a little bit. That's his first start, so we'll see. He might have some jitters going on, but I think that he's got some talent, too, as a quarterback.
1: Yeah, I would anticipate trying to ease Lopez into this game, you know, being his... Now, he did start a handful of games last year. Uh, he did, okay. get his, it did get his toes wet uh, a smidge, I believe. Uh, but for the most part, you're dealing with an awful lot of sophomores. They're yes. very proud of this sophomore class that they're bringing in. And for Lorchek... You know, this is really one of the first classes that he gets to call his own, right? Yes. Uh, That he's really kind of gone out and recruited, and they have 10 more players on the roster this year than they had last year. Uh, They're up to 55, which now allows them to take some players off of the field. Yes. uh, Which will be a huge boost for them just to be able to get guys some rest on the defensive end, and it's not just two-way football for, what, uh, 48 minutes of play? Yeah.
2: (laughs) No, no, you're right, and and I I talked to Coach before, and – he he feels great. He's really excited about the, the progress. But you're right, the sophomore class is good. And let's be honest too, uh, Ryan, like they, they went through COVID. You mm-hmm. know, it was like tough going through COVID and then he had to switch conferences where the Burks and the last year. And you know, he's in one of the toughest sections in this area, you know, and that section two is tough. So, you know, yeah, that's no that, 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 that that that's hard as well. So I feel like this is like year one of like showing some progress. And then I think next year, all these sophomores get them in the weight room. They should be better next year as juniors. So that's the hope this year for Muhlenberg.
1: Yeah, I think you're looking at a pretty good team in three years. Yes. As for this year, you know, unfortunately, you're getting sophomores in that have not touched the rock an awful lot. So there could be some lumps, but there could be some bright spots for us to watch out for as well. So I'm very excited to uh, bring Muhlenberg football here to you. Let's take a quick commercial break. I believe that we probably need one here in the uh, early goings. So we'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at Muhlenberg and Octorera when we return on the Mule Sports Network.
0: The best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, Sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margaritas. The chicken and veal marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. Plan your next meal or party at Margaritas. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margaritas Restaurant and Bar, thirty-six hundred Kutztown Road in Laureldale. Hey.
1: And we're back here up in the very hot and humid press <laughs> box. I looked at the weather forecast and said, you know what? I'm going to be smart. I'm going to wear pants because when that sun goes down, it's going to be <laughs> like 60 degrees outside, and I'm going to regret wearing shorts. I regret wearing <laughs> pants <laughs> right now.
2: And that's back in my coaching days when I used to coach football. <laughs> I always wore shorts the first like three, four weeks because I know it's hot. Uh huh. And then, and then I, I switched to pants because that's always gets a little chilly and i like having those pants on but
1: oh you might need to find a paid sponsor here for new fans up here in the press box (laughs) (laughs) there's one fan it no longer oscillates and it's high mode is closer to somebody (laughs) just breathing on your neck so it's uh hot humid bothersome but, you know, we're professionals, right?
2: <laughs> I well, think we we are. pretend to be, right? <laughs> I think we are. <laughs> but no, like the heat could be a big thing. Uh, you know, both teams.
1: There was a lead up to what
2: yeah. we were going through. Yeah, both here. teams are their first game. So, like, cramping could be, a, could be a problem. And this is stuff that, you know, players are always like, I got to drink the day of the game. Now, you got to do that two, three days ahead of time. You got to be constantly ahead of this. But my man over here, Ryan, did say pickle juice. We used to coach. Pickle we juice. We would have pickle juice. And I never forget. I had a player do it my second, or third year coaching, and, and it, it does work. So, but but the hydration could be a, a big deal tonight. You could have cramping. You could have some, you know, s- you know, some kids like really tired because the heat's gonna suck, mm-hmm. suck, the, suck them the life out of them a little bit because it is very humid tonight.
1: Now Muenberg has been doing two days, and they have yeah. been doing it yep. in the middle of summer. So, you know, that should hold. Hopefully, what seems to be a minimal effect tonight. Yes, but still eighty-five degrees. And everybody's hopped up on Mountain Dew. Everybody's <laughs> ready to get out there. They're all excited. And hopefully they're fully hydrated as they get ready to introduce themselves here to the home crowd. Good home crowd here. Decent yeah. home crowd. Yeah, nice. All in the shade. Nice. Nice, Can't say the, shade. the same for the Octarero fans who have to <laughs> sit in the blistering <laughs> sun and yes, squint do. at the field the entire day. But, hey, that's why we're at home.
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs> it, it, it is We're in the shade, and they're in the sun over there. And one
1: of the few home games that we have here in the early goings as well. The next home game that we have locked in is playing Mannheim Central. That's starting near the middle of the schedule. But to start, here we are, first game of the season. The Braves come to town from Octorera. It was a 25-13 win for Muhlenberg last year. And, again, we talk about these starters here for Muhlenberg, that you have Aiden Lopez, 6'1", 175, working. He's able to throw the football, able to run the football. A little bit as well so you know, like i said it, it feels like a game that you kind of want to just ease him in get him some good easy passes maybe some screen plays uh something that will get him into a good rhythm during yeah, the yeah. game especially for the early jitters
2: yeah uh, uh, when i was a coach as a muleberg football team's coming out right now um but when i was a coach we had a first year starter you always <laughs> want to do like a hitch or Speaking a of jacked
1: up on mountain Dew. <laughs> sorry what uh, it was Angle uh, Hernandez doing backflips on the field. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, we, like, something simple, simple, like a hitch, a bubble screen, mm-hmm. a slant. Get the quarterback in a rhythm, whatever their best play is. Sometimes spread them out, let them run. Something to just get their feet wet, because is a big deal for, for Aiden Lopez. You know, he's going to be fired up, too, Ryan, you know, with his first start of the year.
1: Large part of it is going to be how the offensive line holds up, and if yes. they're going to give him enough time and space Uh, Within that pocket to complete passes, Uh, we've seen, especially uh, Exeter last year, calling those games that they would crunch everyone down against the line of scrimmage, threaten you to throw over the top against them. And I would anticipate that Muhlenberg may see an awful lot of that on the defensive end of things, that they're taking away that short, quick hit pass. Uh, you know, because that's probably what Muhlenberg going to be looking at. Right. You do have some bigger sophomores. You have a six foot four kid. You got six two kid on your offensive line. They're going to be big and brash. But can they hold up long enough for deep completions for right, right, you know, right. anything beyond screens and hitch routes? You know, going beyond that, do they have enough time and enough space to make those passes? We'll see. And again, it's an exciting time. You have, like I said, that big sophomore group coming in and we get to see them out here on the field and watch them grow as a team here for the next 10 games.
2: Muhlenberg, I love it. They got in a circle and they did jumping jacks. I love that. So they're they're all fired up, ready to go here. But you're right. I mean, the question is, can you lean on them? Because if you go spread, you could spread them out. And can your guys lean on them a little bit and block them? And if you have numbers in the in the run game, can you run Michael Miller? Can you run uh, Javion uh, Ortiz? Can you run those guys? Because you know, the spread doesn't mean you're going to throw it. it. You could have running opportunities as well with jet sweeps, with inside zone, outside zone. So there is running opportunities. And they are big up front. I mean, Tony Ferreira is a gigantic human 6'4". Yeah. I mean, he is huge, and so you know, Samson Evans is another player. You know, it's a returning starter. So, can they lean on him? Can they, you know, you know, push the the air line back and create some running lanes? So that'd be a question too. Well,
1: and even more interesting, taking a look at the starting lineup here that was provided to us by Muhlenberg, you get to see Tucker Blanca on the defensive line, just, just the he's line. not. He's not
2: playing offense. I know. Isn't that crazy that he was have, all league last year on the offensive line? He's just playing defense. So maybe he'll rotate in on offense. I don't know. But it sounds like they're trying to two platoon. So everybody either plays offense or defense. So there are some exceptions. Michael Miller. Mike Miller is a great player, so you're gonna play on both sides because mm-hmm. he's dynamic. And you got Kyle Archie playing both sides. So there are some of it, but like a lot of it, you know, especially the big boys, if you can. If you can give your lineman play one way, oh, it's so much better. Think about your offensive technique. Now you can hone on that, your defensive technique. All those things you can do if you just focus on one side of the ball.
1: So they are, they are sticking their big guys and their experienced guys on the outside at the tackle. Yes. So it'll really, uh, <laughs> I would say that it's probably going to help, especially in the spread offense as we're already uh, getting underway us. here. Yeah, looks like Muhlenberg will receive the football to start yep, as so Octarera declined.
2: Octaviera, I'm a big believer. I love getting the ball in the second half.
1: Yeah, so do I. Every time I'm playing Madden, it's always second half. Defer,
2: man. Defer to the second half.
1: We'll take a quick break here for the National Anthem, and when we return, opening kick here on the Mule Sports Network. Talking about the Muhlenberg defense, they gave up a little over 220 yards per game last year. They gave up over 42 points a game. And they're facing a running back here this evening in Colton Folk, who is a senior. He is an all-league running back in the Lancaster-Lebanon League. Uh, He's super talented, super tough to bring down. And I would anticipate, especially going up against that spread offense and whatnot, trying to limit the opportunities for Muhlenberg and just run the heck out of him the entire game.
2: Yeah, and, and Braden Wood, their quarterback, is is a runner. Um, so I think they, they'll, they're they going to be, I think, more option heavy. You know, you're going to see some veer, you're going to see some midline where they're going to be reading defensive tackles and defensive ends. So I expect them to come out and run more uh, heavy run sets. Where it comes to option and also some wing T based stuff Don't as well. Don't
1: say it. Don't say it. The
2: wing T, baby, <laughs> one twenty one buck sweep, one twenty four trap.
1: You got four plays. You got a twenty five percent chance of guessing the right one.
2: There's more than four. I, I used to coach and I, I installed the wing T as a head coach. I love it. So here we go back here. Uh, we're about to kick off. Muhlenberg back here is is Mike Miller's back for the Mules. Well, of course he is. And Kyle, Kyle Archie. Archie. So we got two dynamic kids back there.
1: Muhlenberg wearing their home blues, yellow helmets with the blue M on them, yellow numbers. Meanwhile, Octarera in their road whites with the red stripes down the side. Dark blue numbers as well. It's going to Archie, lets it bounce, taps it back into his hands, takes it from the goal line. He's across the 20, across the 30, across the 40, and he is gone. He's gone. 30,
2: He's taken 20, No. To- oh! 10, Wow! Touch down, mules. How about that for the first play of, of the Mule Sports Network? Uh,
1: there's a flag oh, on the field.
2: Oh no! <laughs> oh, blindside hit.
1: I don't get terribly excited.
2: Oh my god! I have known what a better. return
1: by Archie! I should have known better. Now well, there's a reason that it, he was had a clear return after the 30 yard line. It,
2: it You know what? I think it's. I think it's one of those ponies where the where you're like. It's a blindside hit, and nobody's expecting it. And and 10 years ago, they would have been like, that's the greatest block ever, but now they're trying to protect the game. That's what I think it is. That's a tough one.
1: 15-yard penalty. It occurred at the 30-yard line, so Muhlenberg goes from the uh, opposing goal line to their own 15.
2: Well, coaches talk about adversity, right? I mean, you get the opening kickoff return uh, for a touchdown, and now you get a penalty. Wow. Okay, well, we'll see the Muhlenberg offense now.
1: Sure will. And we'll see how they decide to line up here for their first play from scrimmage.
2: That was incredible, turn. <laughs> you saw the wheels Archie has.
1: Oh, yeah. And there they go.
2: So we got Miller in the
3: backfield, got, like.
1: Yep, you got trips left. One out to the right-hand side. Miller in the backfield next to Lopez. Lopez in the gun, takes the snap. Hands off to Miller. Miller going off left tackle. He's got a
2: little bit of space. He's crossed the 20. Great and run. And two just players a, take him down around the 25. Great run there by Miller. Just an outside zone. The receiver there has got to get the, the corner. If he gets the corner, he could have got more because the corner came up made the play. But great run to start off there for Miller.
1: A 12-yard gain takes him up to the 27-yard line for first and 10.
2: So now they got Miller at the slot.
1: Yeah, like I said, it's going to be where's Waldo of where Mikey Miller is on the field at all times. So Coming up, showing, you, showing a little bit of blitz. Yeah. Folks, steps back, fires one out. As his man finds Archie, and like I said, that small little hitch route trying to get him into a rhythm, only gains a few yards. Looks like maybe two or three at most, two yards for them.
2: Yeah, Actuera there. Look like they brought. Uh, they were looking at, at giving some coverage. They're in a four down lineman. It's like a four down lineman. It's a four three look with a with two safeties up high. So sometimes they'll walk them down, give like a cover three look. But they are staying in a two high look here. It Looks like a like a cover two look. So we'll see what they run off this.
1: Once again, this time a handoff, working that same zone ah. play, and this time unable to get around the edge, tripped up in the backfield. JV and Cruz unable to hold his block, and instead taken down at the 30-yard line, a gain of one. Yeah,
2: nice run there. We got a couple there. So now you got a third and manageable. Um, good tackle there by, I think, with number seven, Ross Hershey. for Octareo. He came up and, re- and really made a nice, clean tackle. That three. was
1: Ortiz for a yard. And will bring up third down and seven on the 30-yard line.
2: What about, a, what about a jet sweep here to Miller?
1: Once again, they're going trips left. Stepping back is Lopez. Lopez looking, throws it, and oh, incomplete. Yeah. Knocked away. Well done by Chandler Stoltzfus, the junior three, three, four, cornerback. Able to knock seven, it away around the 35. It still would have been short of the first down.
2: Yeah, they were running, uh, like, they had Miller on, like, a bubble screen with a couple in, uh, one in route, one out route. Um, He had uh, Miller look uh, open, but he was trying to hit uh, towards the sticks, and it fell incomplete. So they're going to have to punt after those uh, couple big plays there.
1: Lining up into the backfield for the punt. Oh, high. High snap, gets it away, thankfully, as that was Rudy Madueno. punt is
4: down...
1: And his punt will be downed around the 47-yard line. So, Octorera mercifully will start on their own side of the field as they enter the field for their first offensive possession of the game.
2: Yeah, you know, kind of disappointing. You get the a kickoff for a touchdown, and that gets called back, and you get a big gain on the first play, and then, you know, then, then you don't get any first downs after that. So, the Mules' defense needs to step up here.
1: Yeah, interesting uh, play calling and because... Miller, only that first touch on the first play of the game. Yep. And then didn't see it afterwards for the remaining three.
2: So this is your double wing look? There it is. Yep, that's midline right there.
1: Yep, little quick hit up the middle, and well done by Muhlenberg. In on the tackle is number 78. Who I'm missing off that (laughs) (laughs) that sheet. Oh, it's on the other side. There you go. (laughs) I didn't realize that. Jack Jack Carmona Carmona on the tackle. (laughs) There you go.
2: Yeah, so they just ran midline where you're you're reading just an option play inside. So, you know, here we go. We got...
1: Once again, the lineup, no gain on that first down play. This time, two wide receivers split out to the right-hand side. Once again, another handoff and in the backfield. Look at that. Gang tackled behind the line of scrimmage. That's all of Patrick's tape has all of our roster <laughs> sheets. <laughs> I'm just folding uh, that tape Mogul in. Mogul and Carmona in on the tackle as they tried to get it into the hands of, it looks like, Makai Murray. and It'll bring down a third down and I believe 14 is a loss of four on the
2: play. Yeah, they tried running right some sort of outside zone type play, and it was blown up right away by the Muhlenberg defensive line. Great job. Now you got third and long here. Third and 13. Do they throw it here? Probably put, put it in the air. It's either that or
1: handing ball off again. No, they're gonna put it in the air. This time rolling. Out to his right, finds his wide receiver, got it in the hands of Matt Mallon, and Mallon is across the line to gain for a first down. A third and 14, and unfortunately, giving up the first down to the mules.
2: Braden Wood, great job buying some time and they ran a mesh concept where the two receivers were crossing each other and he was open and the receiver did a great job catching it and getting upfield and get the first down. That's tough back breaking third and 14. You like to get off the field there for the Mules.
1: 20 yards on the pitch and catch to Mallon.
2: So now they're back to their double wing set. Do they come back and probably run some uh, maybe a jet sweep or they could run their option here. Look.
1: This time once again, a handoff up the middle. Good blocking into the second level, but they won't quite reach it as Muhlenberg once again doing a fantastic job. And it's all these <laughs> same names that we keep calling out. And we may call them out the rest of the game as Robert Mogul once again doing a good job getting in there.
2: Yeah, and again, they're they trying to run that midline there, trying to run that option.
3: They
2: did get four yards out because the, the running back kept you know, moving his legs. So it was a great initial contact. But he kept running his legs. So, yeah, 25. uh, Yeah. uh, For Octarero. He's a big guy for a fullback. Again, he's a tough runner. Holy crap. And he is
1: broken free inside the 10. It'll be first and goal here for the Braves.
2: Another quick hitting run play in 25. Is it, it Murray, right? It's Makai Murray. Makai yeah. Murray. He's a heck of a Murray running back. He's Murray. a little taller for a running back, but you could see he's physical and he's tough to bring down.
1: Another senior on this squad. It's
2: a 26-yard, gain. It's first 26-yard yard gain on the play. And they still got Colton Fultz. Did I say that? The a name. He's at wing, so you could see him coming in motion. He was an all-league running back. You could see him going in motion and giving him the ball at some point.
1: They'll line up almost like a goal line stance there. Once again, trying to go up the middle and once again, stuffed.
2: Yeah, what they did, they ran the midline again. And the problem was the running back didn't know it. And so the quarterback went to go go read it and there was nobody there. So it was a busted play. So he just ran up the middle and didn't get much. So we got to get a goal line stand. They were at the uh, Octavio's at the nine. So second and goal here. We got to get a stand here for the Mules. You know, stop them from scoring a touchdown would be gigantic this early in the game.
1: On the, they're going to mark at the eight-yard line on second
2: and goal. That double wing offense. <laughs> Folt here at the left wing. I wouldn't be surprised if they did something. They bring him in motion. Once
1: again, in motion, going off right tackle. He has speed and the
2: space, yep, and he they, is in
1: for the score.
2: Yeah, they just did jet sweep. They brought Colton Folt hey, over uh, the all league running back. Came in motion, jet sweep. It, it, they had the edge, and he scored a touchdown. Great play design there. That's a great drive for Octarera for sure. You know, they, they, they got the big third and 14, Ryan, mm-hmm. and then they went right to the run game and went down the field and scored.
1: Yeah, how about that? Just trying to keep track of everything here. Desperately need to get a stat book. It's just none of them have enough so that I can do both teams at the same time. <laughs> but they will uh, line up here for the extra points. 6 nothing Octorera. The kick is up and the kick wobbles its way through for the extra point and it's 7 nothing and eventually they'll fix the scoreboard to put it up for the guest instead of the mules <laughs> but 7 nothing in favor of Oxtareira we'll take a quick break and when we return Mühlenberg football back here on the Mules Sports Network <laughs>
4: Thursday
0: is karaoke with Angie and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The New Birdie's Inn, One Hundred
4: and Sixty Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the end thing to do. Check Birdie's
3: Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule.
1: Five forty left here in the first quarter. Seven nothing in favor of Octorara. Both teams with one offensive possession.
2: Yeah, if I mock Guerrero, I'm not kicking the ball deep after the last (laughs) return. I'm squibbing it right here. There's no way. Those two kids back there are special with the ball. Nope, they're
1: going to kick it deep. This one goes to Mikey Miller. It's a touchback. Yeah, it goes to that zone. You can't
2: take it back. Take it out. It's a high school rule.
1: Miller was hoping to bring that one out, but step back behind the goal line. They'll get started here on
2: the 20-yard line. I would put Miller in the backfield and run him a couple straight times here. I think he's that good. He makes people miss. That's what I would do right here.
1: So a touchback on the kickoff. That'll bring up, once again, the second offensive possession here for the Mules. Trailing 7-0. Do have a first down to their credit on Mikey Miller's 12-yard run that started the game. Nearly had 7 up on the board right off the bat, but had a touchdown wiped off the board for a blindside block on the opening kickoff. Lopez in the backfield.
2: Going motion here.
1: Has Archie in motion. This time looks to Archie. Archie just past the line of scrimmage, able to duck and weave and dive his way ahead for a gain of maybe about five or six.
2: Yeah, I mean, it looked like he was going to get anything. It was just like a little out route he ran coming in motion. But then he did a great job breaking the tackle and getting five yards. So now you're... You're looking at a second and five, wow. so that's good. That that's a you know good manageable down. You know, we got we gotta get Aiden Lopez. Get him calm down. That was a good throw there. Mm-hmm. Get him settled. They're coming out again. With with twins receivers to the left. Yeah, you got
1: Ortiz in the backfield with Lopez. Miller once again working on the outside. This time a little touch pass to Miller, and Miller. Is immediately surrounded by a handful of Braves, but he's able to push his way forward. Might gain a yard out of it, making the best out of a bad situation. There, they they, they brought. Down.
2: They, they were ready for it. You know, they saw that motion and they, they came flying up.
1: Yeah, it's that little pop pass.
2: Yeah, li- yeah, little little pop pass. It's that, you one know, of you my J favorites reads. in Madden. <laughs> <laughs> Usually good for a solid first down. So you got third and two. So you got a manageable third down. You know, I you know I I can run the ball here. Let's see if you get a little push. You got some big guys up front. Let's run the rock here. You got trips right up front. You got trips right. Okay. Single receiver backside. They're going to run it.
1: This time they're going to run it. Going off right tackle this time. They're going to be awfully close to he a first it. down. I think he did get it. And yeah, that was number 10. That was Jacob Torek on the carry.
2: He's a tough runner. I mean, I mean, he, he really, the linebacker came up and he just kind of ran through him and got positive yards. That's what you need. You get your second first down. Well, let's Let's move the chains. Let's get some momentum here, Mules.
1: It's able to get the first down there. Gain of, I think, about four. was a gain of four.
2: You got trips left here.
1: Once again, Lopez, this time running back to his right side, looks to his left, fires in between two defenders, oh, yeah. got the catch. Going towards the sideline, getting okay. the first
2: down is Archie. That's a great concept. It's a snag concept. Archie's came and sat. But the problem is, Ryan, you nailed it. There were two defenders Woo. there. If that was lucky, that wasn't picked. <laughs> You have to be very careful. But again, Archie is really good after the catch.
1: Well, and that's Lopez showing off that yeah. baseball arm, too. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he fired that yeah, in between yeah. two defenders, and that is, yep. a, that is a throw that you will see in the professional level, and not an awful lot here. Yes. Usually it's getting picked off at this level. Yep. Once again, in the backfield here, two wide receivers split out to either side. Handoff once again is to Toric. Toric off the right-hand side, able to cut back and get just shy of the 50. Decent carry there on first down. It'll second set up second and manageable.
2: Yeah, they, they're running that zone play, so he's just he's just trying to get downhill, get as much as he can. You know, that was a good hole off to the right side. He got five yards, so now he got second and five.
1: All right, as we continue forward here,
2: again the Mules are coming out with uh, doubles, so, so two receivers on each side. Torek's still in the backfield.
1: They're only 48. they Let's brought a blitz Lopez there. this time scrambling out to his left. He's going to have the first down. Able to scoot out just in front of his head coach there in LORIC.
2: That was a great job by Lopez. There was, there was a little pressure in the middle. He ran to the left. There was nothing there. And he just got, went up and got like, what, five, six yards the first down.
3: That's
2: so all you got to do as a quarterback. Just, just do the little things. Scramble, get five yards, complete the pra- pa- short passes. Then those big plays will come later. So the mules are coming out here. You got trips right. Tork still in the backfield.
1: Lopez this Ooh. time handing it off and Met immediately behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, That's a big boy pop there. <laughs>
2: wow. They were running trap there. So they're Is that trying to-Kyle
1: tra- McCraw? Yes,
2: they're they're running trap. They're trying to trap the D-tackle. They did not get to the D-tackle. He came flying upfield. You want to try to trap him and block him, and then creates a big hole, but he ran upfield. And he he tackled Torek in the backfield for a one-yard loss or two-yard loss, it looks like.
1: Archie back into the game. Ariel Cruz will take his place out on the field. Two wide receivers split out to either side of the line. And I believe, once again, that is Ortiz in the backfield. Yes. Lopez takes it, looks, fires, an out route, and it is caught. caught. 47, (laughs) great
2: catch for the Mules. That's uh, Rudy Madano. Great catch. Meduino. Meduino. I, I thought that was another one. It was a deep out and it was a long developing play. He's all the way in the left hash and he's throwing all the way to the other side of the field and he was able to complete it. So big play there for Aiden to get that first down.
1: A some y- rhythm. A 10 yard pitch and catch there between Lopez and Meduino. And That will bring up another first down here for Muhlenberg. Trips left here for Muhlenberg again. Their fourth I well, should say their third first down here of their possession. Shouldn't count their first one.
2: So there's Julian Colon ran there. They're running out, you know, inside zone again. He popped it out, got a couple of yards. But I'm going to tell you right now, these receivers got to block. That's the second or third time I've seen the receiver miss the corner, and the corner comes up and makes the tackle. You get, you know, when you run those plays, you run a spread, and you got three or four receivers out there. They got to be able to block and sustain their blocks.
1: That'll bring up second down and 8 minute 10 remaining here in the first quarter. Lopez, once again, trips right this time as he will look out to his right hand side, firing near the sideline. That one's going to be short it of his like target. It, look, it, it looked like a communication
2: error. It looked like Archie. He was Archie. looking for Archie. Yeah, but Archie was like jogging off the line. So it looked like he was going to run something else. And then he was expecting him to stop. I'll tell you right now, it's a light box. And, and you should be able to run a little bit because they're really worried about the passing game, because they're playing two safeties deep, and they don't want to get beat deep. So everything's got to be underneath, and you should be able to run the ball a little bit inside here. Now, they got some big guys for sure. Octoraria does. That, That one guy, 71 in there, Woo for the Braves. He is a big dude. That's how you do it. So trips left here.
1: They'll go trips left. One wide receiver on that right-hand side. They're going to hand it off and in the backfield, unable to fool anybody as Torek is held up in the backfield. Austin
2: Kurtz came through from his linebacker's position, came up, make the tackle.
1: Not terribly surprising. Ah. Kurtz, their leading tackler from a year ago, had 63 stops last year.
2: Yeah, he was an uh, all-league linebacker. So fourth and 11, they're going to go for it. It's kind of no man's land. You don't really want to punt. You, you can't really punt here, so yeah, I get it. Maybe throw one up to Archie or Miller, you know, make a, try to make a play.
1: Two wide receivers split out on either side. Lopez back Run that firing, out again. Looking for ah. that out route, and I got to tell you, there's just not enough juice on that throw trying to go 10 yards on the out route.
2: That's a really hard throw. You're it all is. the way in the left. It, it's hard for throw, professionals to make. Trying to throw all the way to the other side of the field. That's tough. Um, good drive, just kind of like um, got stuck there a little bit. So Three first downs, started on
1: their own 20-yard line, and unfortunately will come to an end here on the Octarera 36.
2: Now, the defense got to get a stop here, you know. Um, they got to be able to, to, to shut these guys down. About 17 seconds left to go in the first quarter here. Double wing again. Now they got another fullback out there. Who's in the backfield? Austin Kurtz in the backfield.
1: It will be Austin Kurtz, junior running back slash linebacker.
2: Yep, they're running that midline again. again. That four, quick four, hit five, in the
1: midline. Players. Muhlenberg, well prepped for it. Stop him after a gain of maybe about two and that will be the last play of the first quarter. Muhlenberg has had some chances here and some unfortunate bad luck in the first quarter as they will find themselves trailing seven to nothing. It'll be Octorera football when we return here for second half action on the Mule Sports Network.
5: Every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragoSports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragoSports.com. Take advantage of our...
0: It's football season, and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket, so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at 5 Points in Exeter, 160 Old Freedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind.
2: 14, nothing over Slanko.
1: Back here in Dale for a fresh 12 minutes here up on the board. We'll flip sides of the field. In motion is Folk. Folk receives the pitch. Nowhere to go. Well covered by the Mules once again in the backfield. They tried to scoop it around the right-hand side and just no running room at all. Yeah, they tried the to run that toss back. sweep.
2: Like a t- it's a staple of a wing T option offense sometimes, rocket sweep or toss sweep. So they so they were trying to do that um, and nowhere to go. So they got 3rd third, third and 12 here, Ryan. We can get off the field here for the Mules. Yeah, how about that? We had, remember last drive, 3rd and 14, they converted. You know, they, they go to spread on 3rd down here. So they got a tight, tight trips bunch up top towards the boundary. They'll take the snap.
1: Look in the backfield. Escapes through the middle of the pocket. He's got a little bit of running room and the first uh, down. Another third down conversion here for the Braves, and that is a back breaker.
2: So we finally got some breeze in here now. Braden Wood, I tell you, great job. He didn't see anybody open, just stepped up inside, follow, found a seam and ran for you know, ran for the first down. Great job by him. Uh, that's tough. Two drives in a row, you got him third and long, and you can't stop them. That's
1: at least 12 yards there on the run.
2: Yes. Again, they're coming out towards the, towards the right. It's a tight bunch, so three receivers all within near the tackle. Bringing Fult in Fulton motion. They're going to run jet sweep with folk
1: Once again, jet sweep trying to seal off that edge. They do, and Muhlenberg there to make the tackle after the initial contact.
2: Yeah, they got nine yards on that play. Um, great job on the edge there by folk. He He's not a big guy, but he's a tough physical runner. You can see he's tough to bring down.
1: Torek and Clemson in on the tackles. Clemison, their returning middle linebacker and leading tackler from last year as well.
2: So you got second and two now.
1: This time they go bunch formation over on the left-hand side of things. 10-15 left to play once again in motion. They're going to fake the sweep this time, and it's a quarterback keeper going across the 40 up to the 35. He'll have another first down here.
2: Yeah, that's Swallowed just a f- you're just faking the jet sweep, and then you're running QB power inside. And that's all he did, and he, he got what five, six yards positive run. Uh, Aguirre is, you know, largely winning the game up front too. You know, they, they're able to, to really, you know, after the first first down, the last two drives, they're able to really push the pile and get positive yards running.
1: Able to send over Jacob, Tor- sorry, not Jacob Torek. That would be our roster. Chandler Stoltzfus over to the sideline. Like an equipment like, thing? I can't tell if it's an equipment thing or if they're running one of those fun trick plays that you always see where somebody goes over to the sideline yelling at they have the wrong football. Because <laughs> I can't quite tell if he's actually he's off, off the, the field, field or not. Okay, he is. He's off. <laughs> it's I- really hard to tell based on where the numbers are. But first and ten here, 10.04, clock is stopped.
2: They got the double wing again, going back under center, double wing. Jet, jet sweep, but we got a false start here, I think, on Octorera.
1: Do have a false start on the Braves. As Stoltzhus will now come back into the game after dancing around on the sideline.
2: All I got to say is whoever brought the fan is my hero. Because <laughs> we got extra fans up here. We do have extra cooler. fans
1: now up here. Holy crap. This is magical.
2: So it is a false start, so they are going to move him back. So you're going to have a first and 15 here for the Braves
1: (laughs) we'll move him back 10-02 left stops the clock
2: we need the Beals to get a stop here get a stop get the ball back and let's get some points on the board
1: gotta get off the field on third down but right now it's a first and 15 so you'll take long distance wherever you can get it right now on the 40-yard line of Muhlenberg so once again Braden Wood in the backfield two wide receivers split out to the right hand side one to the left one wide receiver in motion as Stoltzfus coming across the formation, a little jet sweep, and he's going to get what looked like a horse collar, and I yeah. suppose not as Colado was in on the stop, one of those sophomores that we talk about, six foot, buck 80, as Jeffrey Colado, number 45, in on the tackle. Great but, uh, play. He came upfield.
2: I, I was looking maybe if it was a face mask. I couldn't tell. Maybe uh, He got collar. him from behind.
1: I, I was thinking was horse collar, but he got him from just the right angle, I guess.
2: They're running that jet sweep, and he just did a great job. He came up from his outside linebacker position and just came up and just met him and took him down. All, all down. Great job by him. So now it's second and 15. Got to get off the field. Next two downs.
1: Second and 15. No gain on that last play. Once again, they'll go trips right. Kind of a not quite a bunch formation, but all, almost with that little uh, tight end hanging off the back there. Now, once again, Stoltzfus in motion. Again, they fake. Given chase. Muhlenberg going to have a shot here. They do. <laughs> got a pop on the quarterback as, man, oh, man, Braden Wood got popped
2: right into the Muhlenberg bench. Yeah, He's so up on his feet. And that was well done there. They did jet sweep pass, and so they brought the jet sweep. They're faking it and they're trying to hit a receiver downfield.
1: That's the second time that they've done that now, that they run the jet sweep, and then they fake it the next play, and Muhlenberg this time was not faked out in the slightest.
2: Yeah, and there was nobody open, and then there was pressure in his face. So he's lucky that was incomplete because he threw, and it could have very easily been intercepted.
1: Yeah, Wood rolling against his weak side there and just nowhere to go with it.
2: I don't like that towards the boundary there, especially when he's a right-handed quarterback going to the left.
1: But here we go, third and 15. Can we get off the field, Mules? Looking to the right-hand side. That one, a dying duck and a flag on the field right near the line of scrimmage. So we'll see what that ends
2: up being. It that was after the play. That's a little weird there. It's, a, it could it's an be a awkward hol- spot. That's usually a hold, though. So, like, it could be an offensive holding. Uh, Wood went back. He didn't really have anybody open. He just threw it to the flat and it was incomplete. Well, in
1: that case, yeah. Yeah, you, yes, might, it's a hold. And you might end up declining it on third and 15 from the 40. They're not kicking a field goal.
2: Yeah. But it is a 10
1: yard penalty, so we'll back him up now, third and 25 in that case. Yeah,
2: you could go third and 25 or fourth and 15. So that's a tough one because you might want to back him up. They will decline
1: it. Fourth okay. and
2: 15. Fourth and 15. So it looked like Octorero's going to set up and punt now. So good job by the Mules to get off the field. They'll punt from the
1: 40 yard line. Again, we talk about like the no man's land. Yes. And this is a tough This spot. time there. Muhlenberg opted to throw the football on fourth down in this situation. Very similar. Maybe a couple yards difference. But in this case, on the 40, Octorera looking to uh, potentially coffin punt this as Archie set up right on his own 10-yard line. Oh, Once again, step. another high snap. Going after Almost it. Almost blocked. Nearly blocked. And instead, it'll go to the left oh. of Archie, and it'll die inside the 10. Picked that was up a great punt. the 9 as it's Elijah it's Boyer not is not able to not pick, not pick it up, the senior wider, wide out.
2: That was a great punt. Was fantastic. He had, he had a high snap. He he settled himself and he punted it and it just died. Let like, me tell
1: you, West, great putt. Wes Clemenson almost got that. Yes. He was fingertips away from making that difference. And instead, Muhlenberg, again, we talk about a little bit of bad luck here. Now starting on their own nine yard line after coming yay close to a block punt.
2: Yes. Yes, we're seeing I, a lot of good things. Yes, we are. But then we see the bad. Ones, we see so. trips left here coming out from Muhlenberg. They, they're backed up. They got a long way to go. Yep. You're talking 91 yards to get to a touchdown. It is trips left. Mike Miller once again working in the slot. They'll hand it off. Oh, Ball fumble. loose on the ground. Oh. And Muhlenberg, I believe, yes. recovered. They're running inside zoning and the quarterback held it a little longer. It was a fumble.
1: Javion Ortiz unable to handle the hot potato there. Ends up falling on top of it, and it'll be second down. Clock runs inside of 8:30 left to play here in the first half as eight, Lopez eight. gets his play and runs back to the line.
2: And we give a little shout out to my son Aiden. He's listening right now. My mo- my wife just texted me, so shit, Aiden, love you. Have a good night.
1: Make sure you get to bed. Get, a to get back hour. to bed.
2: Yep. Here we go. Come back back. Second and nine for the Mules.
1: Two wide receivers split out to either side. Handoff once again is to Ortiz and Ortiz has stood up inside the 10 again and he might lose a yard off of this. Looks yeah. like he'll get back to the line maybe and not much more.
2: I tell you, I've, you know, Octorera's been doing a good job up front. You know, They've really kind of stymied uh, Muhlenberg here. So here's the thing right here. You got third and 10, Ryan. You got to get at least five, six yards to help your punter because you don't want him to punt in the end zone. You're in a really deadly spot because you're at your 9-yard line. So at least get some yardage to help your punter.
1: Well, this has to be a situation. We haven't seen Mike Miller touch the football. Uh, he had a 2-yard on that little pitch, and, little pitch and catch, that pop pass. As oh. That one goes right in between oh. his hands. He was open around the 25, watched it go right through
0: they, they, they were running
1: verts there. Down.
2: So they were going all- verts, and he hit the scene he did. between the safety and the linebacker, and he was wide open. Yeah, he hit a little post. And, and, and it was right in his hands, a little high, but right in his hands, and he dropped it. It
1: was right as oh. he was turning his head, and I don't think that he was yes. quite prepared yes. for that pass. And before he knew it, it was already on him, and he just went right through his hands. If and he, he catches it, and ten.
2: he gets a first down and then some.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, geez, oh he's off to race the races to because it's just him and one yes. man to beat at that point.
2: You know, Coach Larchek talked about this, that you know Miller spent most of his life as a running back, so he's still trying to learn how to play receiver.
1: 7.24 remaining here
2: in the second
1: quarter, and Muhlenberg will take a timeout before Madueno can punt it away, and we will take one as well. 7-0 in favor of Octorera. when we return here on the Mule Sports Network. <laughs>
5: Every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosSports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, Projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else. Turn to MikeDragoSports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragoSports.com.
1: Oh, we got the family affair here with the uh, producer here this evening. We got Chris Ziner. Welcome. As Meduina has to scoop that one up off the ground, that one going to be taken in around their own 34-yard line and getting across the 20, down towards the 15 is Octorera. Trying to see who picked up that football in the first part. So it was a 17-yard return, and I believe that it's number 10. Yeah, I believe Stolzfuss. it's Chandler Stoltzfus again.
2: Stoltzfus did a great job. And, and man,
1: yeah. we went from... We went from nearly a block punt back here at the 40-yard line that could have changed the game to getting it on their own 9, 10-yard line, and now Octorera, after that punt and return. A punt of about 24 yards, give or take, and it is returned to the 17-yard line after a 17-yard return scooped up at the 34 by Stoltzfus and take it down close. So Here we go. First down and 10. They'll go one wide receiver, split out to the left-hand side, everyone else tucked just outside the tackles. Once again, that quick hitter up the middle, this time able to scoop past one defender and tackled inside the 10, as once again, Makai Murray is tackled by Robert Mogul. Yeah, so they,
2: again, they're running that midline, and they, he just handing off, giving it to him, and he's getting positive yards, and You know, Muhlenberg's had a tough time with it, yeah. And sometimes they're stopping it, sometimes they're not. You know, but the special teams is just huge here. You get that great punt return, and now you're you're close to scoring again.
1: This time it was an eight-yard gain. Brings it down to second and two. Similar setup here as wide receiver. Once again, split out to the right. We'll see if they do their M.O. and fake this one. Nope. Oh, they sure do. Yeah, they fake the handoff. And this time it's the quarterback once again as Wood going inside the guard and tackle trying to find some space, but a flag down on the field, and it's holding against the Braves.
2: Yeah, again, you know, quarterback read it right there, and then he, he took off and got running, but there is a holding. That does happen when you run that type of offense. You, you know, you're, you're, you're leaving certain guys free, and then you're trying to reach block other people, and it's kind of hard. So there's a holding. So that's a real big break for the Mules here. Push these guys back. And, you know, uh, that's big. And now hopefully we can get a stop on this drive.
1: So a loss of down as well. It'll be second and I believe 12. 12. We'll see where they end up uh, sticking them at. Can never quite tell.
2: Officials timeout? Oh, timeout uh-huh. Muhlenberg.
1: Timeout Muhlenberg. Well, you can't go home with them. And they'll take their second one here with 6.23 remaining. We'll stick right here for this one. 6.23 left, 7-0. Not exactly a barn burner here in Laureldale.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, and I know that Mule's coaching staff probably a little disappointed because they thought they could score some points, and they haven't been able to um, yet. You know, still a lot left. But, you know, to reset this right here, this is a huge drive. You know, you fall down 14-0, Ryan, that's hard to dig out of. You know, and with a first year starting quarterback, first year offense, that's hard. So if you can get a stop here, holding will field goal try or at least stop them from scoring any points would be gigantic. What are you laughing about?
1: Just all of the referees converging on a single spot, almost like they don't quite know where this ball goes. So it'll be interesting to see if they place it correctly. That's all. <laughs> When they get the entire clan together to uh, discuss something, it's usually a bad thing.
2: Well, and and you know the thing it is is I wonder if Coach called timeout there because he's a little worried about his defense being gassed, Mm. how hot it is, you know. So, like, look a lot of them, you know, had their hands on their sides. So that's a good timeout. Get everybody rested. Let's get a stop, you know, and and, and try to stay in this game.
1: We'll take a peek at the uh, scoreboard during halftime, but other games of note here especially Burks-wise, Wilson down at Upper Dublin in Fort Washington playing Roman Catholic. They lost 46-15 to in that opener last year. So once again, another quick handoff to Mackay, and this time tackled in the backfield as the finishing tackle brought to you by Wes Clemson again. I believe that they also had Mogul in on the stop as well with the initial,
2: initial, uh, you know, brace. Yeah, I saw uh, Jake Carmona was in the backfield. so great penetration by him, and then the linebackers came and cleaned it up. So that's just what we needed. Third and 10. Let's get a stop. Okay, get this stop here, and uh, let's get rolling.
1: Third and 10, 17-yard line.
2: You know, what are they, uh, two for two throwing the ball? They're, two for three, maybe? They're two
1: for two on these third and long situations, for sure. And it looks like they're getting their uh, heavy package here ready to yeah, go yeah. <laughs> they're getting their offensive line ready to roll as throwing into the end zone and out the back of the end zone was woods pass it was intended for Elijah Boyer his senior wide receiver
2: yeah he was they were trying to do some sort of play action they, they you know fake Fake the, the midline, fake fake motion or, and then throw the post up top in the end zone. And it was you know, it was well covered by Muhlenberg. Well
1: covered by Javian Cruz. Yep,
2: yeah, yeah, nice job. And and it was really nowhere to really throw the ball there.
1: Well here you go, looking to make it a two possession game. Octorero will at least line up to look like they're kicking the football. And they probably should on fourth and ten. Muhlenberg does have Mike Miller back on the goal line in case there's any funny business. It's 525 remaining here as number 44, Austin Kurtz, will line up to kick it away. Ball picked up off the ground. A line drive kick is going to be wide left, and that will end the drive
2: and keep it 7-0. job by the defense, and then they missed the field goal. They did miss the field goal.
1: Keeps it 7-0, though, and Muhlenberg, you got 518 left here on the clock. You got an entire field, better field position than you started with last,
3: last time.
1: It's not saying much, but starting on their own seventeen, almost like a uh, kick, a, a uh, touchback in the end zone.
2: Yeah, it was a bad snap, and then you know it, he just booted it to the left. So That
1: yep. was a line drive, not an yes, awful lot. Of, yes, not, not an lot awful yet. lot going for it. But it will give Muhlenberg the ball back here. Lopez once again in the backfield. This time, handoff to Miller. Miller finding some space, getting across the twenty-five, still trying to drag tacklers with him. And he's up close to the 30. That is just the third touch for Mikey Miller here this evening. He had one on the first play of the game for 12 yards. He had that little pop pass for two. That's the third time that we've seen him all game now with five minutes left to play in the first half. it
2: again with him. He Why is, not? He's a special guy. It was a nice run, just outside zone. And he's physical. He runs through mm-hmm. guys.
1: Solid 12-yard gain. Smack-dab on his average, by the way, from last year. As Lopez not going to get any help. And I hate to say it, but good Lord. As Isaiah Dodson literally stood straight up in the air and didn't block anyone there on the outside. You yeah, Watch Lopez run right past him.
2: It's it, it was tough there. You know, <laughs> you know, I, I I I like to run the ball back to back plays there, but they came out past it. There wasn't really much there. Lopez just kind of ran what he got, he got lost two yards.
1: Miller once again in the backfield. It seems that they have scratched throwing him around the field here, at least for this drive. <laughs> you need yards, you go to Mikey Miller, this time going off left tackle. He's gonna go all the way to the edge. He's across the 35, 40, 45. And a flag thrown at the forty-yard line, mask. and it's probably a face mask because I didn't. There was nothing much in that vicinity.
2: I tell you, Mike Miller, when he gets outside, he gets ahead of steam. On oh, him. he can burn. He can run, and he's physical too, man. He is physical runner.
1: We got three years of this kid, by the I way. No,
2: it's exciting.
1: You sit here in the offseason. Oh, season, it's a holding. And it's a hold against Muhlenberg, and it'll walk them back.
2: Yeah, they actually had a hold and a block in the back. So the... so the, uh, so the
1: Well, pick your, pick your poison yeah, there. so the receiver must have been blocked. Probably the hold, <laughs> yes, I would imagine. Because yes. that will be a loss of down. Stops the clock with 4.07 left here in the second quarter.
2: That's tough.
1: Because you just went from the 28-yard line... Or sorry, uh, yeah, 28-yard line... All the way back, 27-yard line, inside your own 20 now. You'll be at your own 18 to start. Seven, 20,
4: 12, 12.
1: They'll come up showing blitz along the left side, picked up well. Throw is out here to Archie. Archie cutting back to the middle of the field. And he'll get across <laughs> the 25. Well, that was an interesting choice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so he threw the ball all the way to the right, and Archie runs to the middle where there's a lot of a lot career <laughs> braves. You, <laughs> Nothing but white. I used to coach receivers, and I always tell my guys, spin back and go outside because there's less people out there.
1: <laughs> no linebackers, <laughs> no safeties, no linemen, yes. just you and cornerback heaven <laughs> between you and pay dirt. He's a it'll good bring player, up, though. It'll bring up third and 30, trips right, one out to the left-hand side. Third and 11 here for the Mules. Once again, Lopez rolling out, not finding anything, gets a little block, and he'll get back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it.
2: Yeah, they're trying to run, you know, this underneath concept, but I tell you what Octavio is doing, they're just flooding the zone. They know they're going to pass, and they're just going to flood the zone. You know, i really like to see the second half Muhlenberg come out and try to run the ball a couple plays in a row to Mikey Miller.
1: Just taking a look at one of the players exiting the field here for Octorera. <laughs> is, is that Mason Woodall? Number 75, or no, sorry, number 77. Seven. He is a big boy. <laughs> he big is country Bra- strong, man. It, it, it. Sorry, Seon Brown as the punt is away by Alduino. That one going to bounce and takes a Muhlenberg bounce right to around the 40-yard line, picked up at the 41. And that is where Octorera now will start with 257 remaining here in the first half. We'll take a quick break while we have the time. 7-0 Braves as we wind our way down here to halftime in Laureldale. We'll be back on the Mule Sports Network. I'll try to give my producer a little bit more warning next time. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. <laughs> First game jitters. We'll figure it all out. I'm the elder statesman here. This one, once again, a handoff. taken in, getting across the 45, up towards the 50. Once again, is that number 25. As Makai Murray. He's a good runner.
2: I mean, he's just big and physical, and he's tough to bring down. I'll Have to
1: take a look to see what he did last year.
2: Yeah, I didn't. I watched. I went on their huddle. I went on their max preps. I didn't see him anywhere. So I don't know if he's a transfer or what, but he's a nice runner. We'll like, see. They got nice two or three good runners. They do.
1: Once again, in the backfield is Wood handoff is once again to Makai. Makai is going to get the first down and not much more. I'll bring up first down. Wind this play clock inside of about two twenty, as the clock will stop as they place the football. But again, sorry, getting back to other Burks teams in action, and we'll go through the scoreboard during halftime, but Daniel Boone playing Exeter on uh, JG Media 1. So if you get bored of hearing us call games, you can pop over to Daniel Boone in Exeter as the Pig Iron Bowl is back in action. Is that what they call it? Is the Pig Iron Bowl.
2: (laughs) I had no clue. Uh I'm from Lancaster, so I don't know.
1: Once again, well done by Muhlenberg, and again, it's feast or famine right now that they're either getting into the backfield to stop this, or they're letting McKay run wild, uh, and this time, it's a loss of one.
2: Yes. Yeah, so, so that was uh, Austin Kurtz. Oh, sorry, sorry, that was Kurtz that time. Yeah, that was time. Austin Kurtz. He, he ran the ball. They're in the gun now. They're doing some, like, zone action here, and he ran, and there was nobody there. The the, the, the D-line of Muhlenberg really stayed in there and did a nice job, so now you're at the but they're at the 49 in
1: Muhlenberg. They're at the 49, and unfortunately their two-minute offense right now is running at a snail's pace, so if they want to put points on the board here before the end of the half, they might want to hike they the football. They have three timeouts though. <laughs> they do, but, you know, maybe not wind those down so close to each other. This time they'll f- think about throwing the football. Designed run here for Wood. Wood takes a step up, loses the football. He might have regained it around the 40. Muhlenberg trying to say that they had it, but I think it was just one player. Yeah, it was Kyle Archie, and he's on the opposite side of the field, so he doesn't count.
2: Yeah, they just (laughs) ran QB draw, and he ran upfield and got what he could. He fumbled it, and it just bounced right back to him.
1: Got about seven, eight yards on the play, and he'll wind it down inside of one minute now, as once again, kind of a lack of urgency here. As Wood takes a step, hands the ball off inside the 40. They'll get the first down here, as once again... Running with Kurtz. Now they'll take their first time out of the game.
2: I got to give Octavio credit, though. I I know what you're saying, Ryan, but that's not who they are. They're a ground-and-pound team, so they ran the ball patiently. Well, then you should should know what play you're calling. When you get to the line, hurry it up a little bit. I'm just saying, you know, hey, they don't want to. What if you run the ball, Ryan, and then you have to punt back and then you score a touchdown. So,
1: oh, look, you have you have three timeouts, right? You got two minutes up on the board. You're at the 50 yard line. You should probably hurry it up just a little bit (laughs) to try to get down the field. true, So that you're not ending up with like this. Well, it what it could have been like a fourth and three from the 35. Then what do you do? You, yes. All right. So you throw a Hail Mary with time left on the clock, I guess, or you punt the ball away like you're not running into an awful lot of good options here once you're inside the 50 and you're short. So try to pound that all the way down as close as you can, as quick as you can and give yourself some options. It's going to be awfully tough. Like if you're running the football and you're getting stuffed and you're trying to throw a 40 yard Hail Mary at
2: the end of the half. It's just it's not what high school football does. Well, they're in a bad spot here, though. They're at the 35, and they had uh, two, two, two timeouts. You know, you pick your best two or three pass plays and take a shot right now. So we'll see.
1: They do have time to take some shots. And this would Somebody be surprised to see one down the field. We haven't seen one all game long. So This would be the opportune time to th- try to throw one out there.
2: This would be huge for the Mules. Got to stop
1: them. Can't they allow got any points. Trips left formation here. One split out wide to the right. Wood. Takes a step back, this time dumps it off into the backfield to Folk. Folk gets it in, immediately tackled. Well done by Clemison again. 6'2", 200 pounds. West Clemison running down Folk in the backfield. Or Sorry, Kurtz in the backfield. Folk is number six. We haven't seen an awful lot of Colton Folk. We've seen a heavy dose of Makai Murray. We've seen a heavy dose of Austin Kurtz. And... Somehow the star players for both of these squads, MIA.
2: Yeah. They, they they look like they're trying to go deep. They didn't see anything. They dumped it off. But that was a great tackle uh, by Clemson. What, what, how you say his name? What's Clemson. Name? Clemson. Great job. I would say Clemson. like uh, the There is United.
1: there is no end except for at the end. This time they're going to loft it deep and just out of the reach of Mason
2: Proquet. They're, yeah, they're trying to run a corner route there. And, again, I, I've been really impressed with Kyle Archie on both of the ball. He was well covered. He was right there. He made a great play. He didn't interfere. Didn't interfere. He, he just he knew the
1: ball was coming. You put both arms up. You don't even, like in that circumstance, you don't necessarily have to turn your head. It would be probably helpful. <laughs> but, you know, you know that the ball's coming. You throw up your arms. You try to block the pass. And, uh, you know, in that case, it was just up and over everyone's heads.
2: Yes, yes, it was a good play. So here we go, third and long.
1: Third and long third and 11, clock stop with 34.6 remaining. They're going to fake the jet sweep, go up the middle with Wood, and Wood stopped immediately. Had they gone with the jet sweep, Stoltzfus, they probably would have had an awful lot of space. <laughs> but instead, bad read. Wood tries to take it up the middle, only gets a few, and they'll bring up fourth down.
2: Yeah, you know... I- could have been a, a, a play call, but yeah, he ran up. And there was nothing there. Yeah. So it's ticking down here.
1: And it certainly seems like there's no interest in running a play. Nope. <laughs> As the clock winding down, he's going to run back to the huddle here. So, I mean, maybe they're able to get a quick they one off. Call
2: timeout they could t-
1: call a timeout if they want, or they can hike the football three seconds left, two, and they get it away. So they are going to throw the football <laughs> and sacked in the backfield. Never mind as Robert Mogul once again bursting through the offensive line. First sack of the game, I believe, for the Mules, and no better time for it as that will end the first half, and they trail 7-0 to the Braves going into the locker room.
2: Kind of shocking they didn't call timeout. Why would you call timeout with like five seconds left, give your offense a breath, and then throw the ball? They kind of rushed it up there, and then you know, a nice play there. Nice play there in the, 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 the first half with a sack.
1: So a barn burner here in <laughs> Muhlenberg. 7 nothing. Octorero on the road. Getting in here and so far getting the job done is, I believe that they go over to the baseball field to their locker room. Muhlenberg will go underneath the grandstand here and I'll throw some time up on the board and we get to enjoy the sounds of the Muhlenberg Marching Band here at halftime. We'll take a break run through our commercials, and when we return, we will recap the first half and take a look around the county at what's going on here in Lancaster-Lebanon League. 7 nothing, Octarera after two quarters Bryant. of play here on the Mule Sports Band, Network.
0: Best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal Marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar. 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale.
4: ja
1: Back here in Laureldale as we were treated to a rousing uh, song of uh, Dancing in the Moonlight by the Muhlenberg Marching Band. I don't know what they're playing now.
2: But. They sound great. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got.
1: Well, right now they're all laying on the field like a mass protest. There they go. All right. They've all awoken, and now they're going to play their instruments.
2: It's got to be hot in their uniforms.
1: <laughs> and you got a handful of football players out there, too. I always love watching and seeing how many players from the football team go out there with the marching band. And some schools have more than others. And right now, it's a number 76, Samson Evans, out there.
2: That's incredible. Out to the left
1: side in his full jersey.
2: That's incredible.
1: Playing. That's you know he- not the French horn.
2: You're better than that that, than me. Eh,
1: It's hard to tell. Anyway, he's out there. Uh, Yeah, that was it. It was just one football player. It's always just really cool seeing who the uh, super well-rounded with music music and uh, football talents are on the squad. But, again, 7-0 Octarera over top of Muhlenberg after one half a play. And Coach... We didn't get to talk about your three keys (laughs) to victory. Sadly, we had to jump right into the game. First one was first-time starters. You're talking about, uh, you know, can they overcome first-game jitters? So we can talk about that a little bit and how you think that they've done so far uh, with handling their first game, especially that large contingency of sophomores.
2: Yeah, it it, to me on offense feels like a team trying to find themselves. The coaches, I don't think, aren't sure what they want to do and then the players aren't sure how to do it, that makes sense. And I like the idea of moving Mikey Miller around, but I like the idea of putting him in the backfield (laughs) because the three times he ran the ball out of the backfield, he made something special happen. And I think I keep him in the backfield the second half and try to get him 8 to 10 carries, a couple catches out of the backfield because he is dynamic. Um, Like I
1: said, uh, until that last... Uh, you know, grouping of plays that we had here towards the end of the first half, he'd only touched the ball twice. Yes. First play of the game, and then their second uh, offensive possession, he ended up getting that pop pass for two yards, and that was it. Otherwise, he was just running decoy, mostly out of the slot. Yes. That they were trying to uh, concern themselves. And, you know, they stuck uh, I believe that they stuck folks on him, uh, trying to cover him around wherever they stuck him. And, you know, unfortunately, he just didn't touch the football at that point in time. And now they're finally going to get back to him, especially that last possession. And hopefully coming out here, it will be Octarero football to start the game. But hopefully their first op- offensive possession, we'll start to see Mikey Miller get involved a little it, bit
2: more. And, and That's what I'll say about Miller. You know, when you're a natural running back, I think that's what his natural position mm-hmm. is. You could see you it's You to be in the backfield. Fluid, where your receiver, it's a great idea. And I'm not saying you never do it. But it's just a little different because he hasn't played it a ton. Mm-hmm. And so I would stick him in the backfield and say, you're, you're all running back until you get tired. And I'm running the ball with you, and I'll throw some screens and just get the ball to him in the second half. That's what i like to see.
1: Your second key to victory was turnovers. Talking about how Muhlenberg <laughs> needed to avoid the turnovers. And, hey, they've done that. However, uh, unfortunately, it hasn't amounted to much. But it is just a one-possession game here, and they come out. Uh, you know get a good stop here on the first defensive uh, outing that they have here in the second half and who knows you know they'll be right back to it on offense but so far the turnover game as you uh, marked as a key to victory so far
2: they're doing pretty well yeah no turnovers Um, I I laugh because I think there's been some near misses you know there's been quite a few near misses Muhlenberg had the opening kickoff go back you know if that's a touchdown you know that's that's a th- it could be a different game right now, and, and that, that was a tough break to get that pony. So that's the first bad break. Second time was the quarterback member had uh-huh. the ball fumbled and pounced right back up, and they almost had a near punt blocked. So they've had three or four... You they've know,
1: gotten super, super close. Super close,
2: Octarera did. So Muhlenberg's protected the ball. So usually... You rarely, rarely go to a game where you don't see zero turnovers, right?
1: Yeah, not at this level. So you are usually
2: going to see a turnover too. So let's see what happens this. Let's half. hope it's a Braves turnover yes. in the second half. Let's go. Yeah.
1: And then last one was sloppy play. Week one can be tough because of the first game of the year. Can they play good, clean football? No bad penalties or careless mistakes. I wouldn't necessarily say that they've had uh, some careless mistakes, but certainly bad penalties have hampered the team here. Through the first half,
2: yeah, their last drive there, right? It Wasn't their last drive they? Uh, uh, Mike, Mikey Miller going had, off the Mike left had a long end and run, and they had a hold, hold. And a well, they and had two the penalties on back. the same
1: play, <laughs> block in the back and a hold. So you know, take your pick as to which one you want to choose. But
2: yeah, I mean, the the, the first penalty killed him right on the kickoff, which I don't know. I'd have to watch the film again, but it, it looked a little questionable because it was a blindside block. But they're trying to clean the game up, and then that hold there really hurt them. So, yeah, I mean, I like, defensively and a positive, Ryan, don't you got to feel good about the defense? They've been on the field a lot, and, and they've only allowed one touchdown. And after that first drive, they've really hampered down. Yeah, and they've got some runs, Dr. Rare, and they're going to get some runs. They have some passes. But overall, they've they played really good defense.
1: The thing that will help Muhlenberg, especially in the second half, is cutting down on those third and longs that yes. were converted. You know, there were at least two of them that were converted. There was another, I believe, second down play that yes. was a second and long. That quarterback keeper ended up making, getting the first down. So you cut those back here in the second half, and it's a much different game. You yes. know, it's you get an inch on your fingers there, and you block that punt. Like, it, it literally is a game of inches. Like, you can do the whole Al Pacino speech from any given Sunday about how it's inch by inch, and, you know, we're seeing it here, that, you know, an inch here, you missed a block punt. An inch there you know you get the block in the back an inch there you accidentally get a face mask like it's just those little tiny mistakes that you're making here that can expand upon themselves and become much larger mistakes down the road for them
2: now if i'm if i'm a mules fan this is what makes me nervous it's seven nothing and your offense has struggled and you're playing against a team that loves to run the option so if i'm actreer i'm going okay we're going to forget about that shotgun i'm going to come out here and going to run the option and I'm gonna take three, four yards if I can, mm-hmm. and just take wind the, ball. Wind the wind ball, the clock, shorten the game, and just try to control that clock as soon as I can. If I, that's what I'm doing, if I'm Mark and I think that's what they're gonna do. Our producer, shortener, is doing a great job over there.
1: Got Chris Zeiner. His dad, Darren, is calling the Exeter game.
2: You got some scores for me?
1: I do have scores. How about that? Cedar Crest over Northeast twenty-one nothing. Hey, good for Cedar Crest. They yeah. were they were bad last year. <laughs> I had to call a game between them and McCaskey, and Ooh. I wanted to gouge my eyes out. Whoa! Uh, Dallas Town leading Hempfield seven nothing in the second quarter. Manheim Township over Cumberland twenty-one nothing second quarter. John Bartram eight McCaskey zero. That's not terribly surprising. Conestoga Valley 20, Penn Manor 0, also not surprising. Conestoga Valley will be the last game of the season here for uh, Muhlenberg, so we can keep an eye on that one. CD East over top of Reading 21-0 in the second quarter. Roman Catholic leading Wilson 13-7. Exeter, I believe that it's 15-0. This one's a little behind. Yes. Uh, It's 15-0 over Daniel Boone. Spring forward 21-6 over Mifflin. Palmyra beating Lebanon 20-0. Mannheim Central 14-0 over Westchester East. Octorera 7-0 over Muhlenberg. We know that to be true. I'm staring at the scoreboard. Cacalico leading Warwick 6-0, and that would actually be a help for Muhlenberg if Cacalico can hold on <laughs> there. Uh, Donegal over E-Town 21-0. Effort over Redline 20-0. Fleetwood over Kutztown. <laughs> I swear, those two teams, they can't not put points up on the board against each other. This one, Kutztown 34 or, sorry, Fleetwood 34, Kutztown 6. That was, I believe that game last year where Kutztown was that the, that dumped was the one like 76 scare, points in. Right. <laughs> they scored like 76 that game. Yeah, that was, that was interesting. Uh, moving on, you got Garden Spot over Weiser 21-3. to Lampeter-Strausberg over Solanco 22 nothing. Skook Valley and Twin Valley tied 0-0. Uh, Berks Catholic over top of Loyal Sock 14-0. Elko over top of West York, 14-6. Why I'm missing, leading KD, the old Kennerdale, 21-7. to, nuth- er, to Anvil-Cleona, 27-0 over Hanover. Hamburg tied with Halifax, 7-7. And if you're interested, Biglerville and Pequay Valley tied at 7.
2: Yes. I, uh, Are you
1: interested in that one? No, I'm not. No, no, no. But
2: I'm interested, if I can move up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about that. Got the touch so so my touchscreen. My other side job is a little shout-out here, prep red zone. So I write for them, and how about how about this? How about 21-0 that Township over Cumberland Valley? Cumberland Valley mid team. Mm-hmm. May Township's bringing a ton back, and they're taking it to that mid team. And the other one, Roman Catholic Wilson. Yeah, that one's closer. You know, you know, that one's closer, closer than last Wilson's year. Wilson's good. I was at that game last year when Wilson got beat. Roman Catholic has got some talent, but Wilson's bringing a lot back this year. Yeah, and Wilson, lo-
1: them. Yeah, they lost out on Cam Jones, I yes. believe. You know, Cam's gone. Cam's awesome. Uh, He's awesome. He went D1, I believe, correct?
2: Yes. I forget where he I went. I can't remember either. Yeah. But he was you know, we, awesome. got, we got
1: to see Cam Jones uh, two years ago yes. when Exeter played Wilson. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. He was really exciting to watch out there on the field. Uh, but Wilson currently missing him, but still doing well enough. You know, they're within a score against Roman awesome. Catholic, which is good for them. <laughs>
2: So for the Mules, the Mules are playing Reading next week, and they're losing 21 nothing to Central Dolphin East. So see the East, they're losing 21 nothing.
1: Yeah, Reading, not as bad as, uh, as projected the past few years. Got to see them a couple of years ago. Like I said, talking before the game that uh, when we go to Shirk Stadium next week, we might be calling from the roof, <laughs> which in that case, I will wear shorts.
2: The roof, the roof is on <laughs> fire. Um, the
1: roof was not on fire, yeah. but it was uh, hot. And you're right next to the speaker. So yes. <laughs> if we need to do it, that's where we'll go. But hopefully they'll have a spot for us.
2: You know, they're doing a good job at Reading. And they've made some progress there. There's um, a big
1: lineman. And, yeah, yes, you yes. know, look, when you have lineman, and we saw it last year with Exeter especially, like when you have linemen, it makes everyone else's job so much easier at this level of football it really does it gives you time to throw gives you running lanes I mean what more could you want you need to have a good offensive line and you know we're watching Muhlenberg kind of have some of the good building blocks here with theirs and we'll see how it turns out the rest of the year but so far so good no sacks given up now they have thrown the football very quickly (laughs) he's rolling out of the pocket you know he has been chased uh, but for the most part, he's kept the clean jersey all game long here.
2: Yes, yes, he has. You know, I, I, again, I think it's just you know they're trying to figure out what they're trying to do on offense, and the coaches having the players, and it's just it's a new offense. They were wing T last year, you know, and so it's brand new, and and it, it's you can see it's a little clunky, and, and I think they're trying to figure it out. Some hope in the second half, they come out here and they rebound. It's seven nothing. They put up two or three quick touchdowns. They can run away with this game. It's still not out of the possibility.
1: Well, and you just have to make a stop here. It's gonna be Braves football to start the second half. A so three and out
2: would be huge.
1: Three and out would be
2: fantastic.
1: It's like my dad always used to say watching football with him. You know how dads are. But you know, we'd be down like thirty-five nothing. He's like, eh, this would be a good time for a touchdown. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Appreciate it.
2: Real insightful there. Uh huh.
1: Yeah. He was not John Madden.
2: Yes. He well, is
1: not John Madden. My dad is still alive and well.
2: Uh, yeah, but w- when, when, I used to co- when I used to coach and I've been on some bad teams and we're down 35 nothing. I just like, let's go win the second half. Let's go win the second half. You know, just because, like, what are you going to say when you're down 35 nothing or 28 nothing at the half? I've been there many times as a coach, far too many to remember, but uh, it happens.
1: Well, you do have Aiden Lopez down here throwing with Mike Miller. They also have uh, Christian Coley as well, who I believe will work as their backup. Miller getting some uh, catching practice in after he watched that one after he watched that one pass go through his hands. So focusing here to start the second half along the sideline. Muhlenberg getting ready to kick it away. Once again, it will be Medueno over top of it. He's got Fuentes next to him as well as Colado. Twelve minutes up on the board. Let's go start a second half here as Medueno runs up, and we're underway. Little pooch kick taken in just shy of the twenty-five yard line by number eighteen Mackay Lambert, and he'll get about, he'll get a handful of yards. He'll get across the thirty-five. He'll get to the thirty-five actually, and that's where Oktare will start the second half. So once again, Octorero will go from right to left in front of us or east to west. Wait, no. The other way. He'll go west to east. Not what direction I'm facing. I Gotta
3: send him to my geography <laughs> class.
1: It's like I was already at birdies once today. Once again, quick hitter and absolutely nowhere to go. Is that one Taken in and stop trying to get a number on that one there he is how about that 44 clemison on it as well as jack carmona number 78
2: yeah again they're they're trying to run that midline and and uh, it, it's it either goes for something or they get nothing mm-hmm. they're either getting five to eight yards or they're getting nothing And that's what happened there, nothing. So second and ten.
1: Mogul has done a fantastic job off the left-hand side as it looks like Muhlenberg looking to bring some pressure here, showing pressure off both edges. And they'll hand the ball off and nowhere to go. He's able to escape a handful of tackles, able to get past the line of scrimmage and gain some yards here as Folk gets the ball handed off. And again, we hadn't seen Folk. He was their all-league running back and hadn't seen him. Seen him an awful lot in the first half, and now here we go, second half. First uh, possession, and the ball off to him. That Doing was a well.
2: great run by him. He was oh, in he the was backfield, and he was going to lose yards. Dead in the water. And he got positive yards. You know what I call the type of run that is? That's a weight room run. That was, <laughs> hey, I'm in the weight room, and I'm going to run you over, and that's what he did.
1: Oh, it looked like he was on skates. Is he just able to scoot his way out of those tackles behind the line of scrimmage? Once again, another handoff. This one going left tackle. Unable to get the edge. And we're going to have a flag thrown. At least I think it was a flag. <laughs> <laughs> that That is not the most yellow flag face, I've ever face seen. Face mask. It's going to be a, likely a face mask. Yeah,
2: face mask on 45. I was like, who has a khaki flag? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dockers. It wasn't very yellow when he threw it. I thought he threw, like, a paper uh, towel onto the field. Like... Uh, count the run of about six yards, and then they will throw on the additional face mask for an extra five yards. That's a bring backbreaker. Up, it'll bring up the Braves just shy of midfield, and, yeah, we talk about bad penalties. We've seen a bunch of them here from the Mules. That one, another one. So first down and 10. Wood going under center this time. Once again, quick hitter finding Kurtz. Kurtz able to get maybe a yard and not much more.
2: I'm going to tell you right now, 45 for Muhlenberg. Colado is a player at the end. He's just got to gotta bring it down a little bit. He almost got a horse collar, and he got a face mask there. But off the edge, as an outside linebacker, he's an athlete, and he is physical. He just got to calm down a little bit, and he's going to learn. He's going to grow. He's going to be a lot better player.
1: Interested to see where they're putting Mike Miller, and now he's lining up almost an outside linebacker here. He moved from outside linebacker where he played last year to strong safety. They plan on moving him around all over the field. As this time, well, he lined up in the correct spot, but he won't be in on the tackle. They go around the left-hand side
2: on the jet sweep. Get across midfield up to the 45. Because they're playing their wing T offense here, what Mielenberg's doing is going to a 6-2. So they walk up their outside linebackers, and on the one side is 45. What's his name again? Uh, Collado. Collado and then Miller's on the other side so they walk him up so it's a 6-2 look All right, to try to shut down any kind of outside a- run coming mm-hmm. their way a-
1: Here's
5: your, a- yeah, go ahead sorry. no
2: no go for it I was just going to tell you this is your base wing T play here yeah
1: I hate it thanks <laughs> two running backs in the backfield this time a quarterback keeper as he fakes the handoff Wood tries to take it, and he gets maybe a yard or two. It'll bring up third and short. And a holding penalty against Octorera will walk them right back. It'll stay third down, but this time a little bit more breathing room here for Muhlenberg, and most importantly, stopping them on third and long, getting off the field here on the first possession.
2: Yeah, exactly, and, and it's exactly what I thought Octorera would do. They came out, and they're, they're, they're in their wing T set. And they're, wrong. And, and they run their option, and they run their wing T offense.
1: Time to grind that clock.
2: Time to grind that clock and try to win the game. Um, so that's exactly wh- where they're at. We got a holding, and this should move them back now for and a third long. Why'd they move it up?
1: Are they counting it off again? What did they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going back to holding is decline. so it's fourth down. Who? an interesting call here from Coach Lorchak. Rather than taking third and long, it'll be fourth and about three. I take it says it. fourth and four on the on the scoreboard. Looks to be a little bit closer to three. They're on the 43, 44-yard line.
2: I, I I take the penalty.
1: Got to get to the 41. <sighs> yeah, I would have taken the penalty too. Instead, fourth down. This is an awful lot of trust in your defense right here. Get a great. St- I mean, Lorchak has to be looking at it like, hey, we got to get good field position. And if you're feeling good on your defense, about your defense, and you're going to have a penalty flag here, delay a game for Octorera. Okay, Paul, game what up? And if you're Octorera, I, I don't think that's what Lorchak was going for, but you'll take it if you're Muhlenberg.
2: Yeah, it, it looked like they were confused. They were they were like 20 yards back.
1: I'm not sure if they and, were quite and ready. And
2: they weren't ready, and then they go to the line, and they looked really confused, so I don't know. Yeah. It looks like they still are going for on fourth and eight, nine, eight.
1: At the 49-yard line. Yeah, it certainly does. Uh, They're bringing punt. in Wood.
2: That's interesting. I would punt the ball here.
1: Well, look for them to get it into the hands of their playmakers. Certainly would look for Colton Folk. Folked is an option here with that wing T offense. With Austin Kurtz next to him, lining up under center is Wood. Wood is an option out here to his left hand side. And now we're gonna have another penalty flag. And this has to be another delay of game on Octarero. The
2: back judge said it was delayed. There it
1: is. It just it's I, I don't know what they're doing. I have no idea. Like, I could understand the first time of them being like, oh, we weren't prepared for fourth down. Like, we expected them to make us throw the football in third and long. And they're like, oh, they're going to give us the football at fourth and four. So I could maybe understand that one not being quite prepared, but this one I don't. I Kurtz will count everyone on the line. They have the correct number of players, and they will pump the ball away here. Waiting for it is Archie. Archie drifting back right in front of his own 15-yard line. Makes one man miss, gets a block. Now going around to the right-hand side. He's got the edge. He's across the 30, and he'll scoot out of bounds in front of his own teammates. Right around the 34-yard line. Decent game for him. Sorry, 35, they'll mark it right on. I'm really impressed with Kyle Archie.
2: He, He is a nice player.
1: Made one man miss and then had enough speed to get the edge.
2: He's going to be a big player this year.
1: Well, and once again, we talk about, okay, where's Mike Miller? He's in the backfield. Won't have to look far for him. This time. Lopez going out to the right-hand side, had a couple of blockers, able to bowl his way forward close to the first down. Designed run there for Lopez and makes the most of it.
2: It did look like maybe a busted play. It looked like they're trying to set up a screen, but it might have maybe. been a quarterback run. i do <laughs> not to tell. sure. He took off immediately. He took off and ran, and he got a first down. So good job. Well, he got a, gave him the first down. He
1: got right to the 45-yard line.
2: I think Miller's at the slot. They got him in slot They right did now. move
1: Miller over into the slot. There he yes. is. Two wide receivers split out to either side. Once again, Lopez in the backfield, in the shotgun handoff. A little counter play this time. And getting up to around midfield, getting the extra little push there is Torek. Torek. And he'll get half the uh, yards needed
2: to gain. Torek, Torek does run hard. He just doesn't have the explosion of Miller, but he runs hard. And he got five yards there, so that's good.
1: Stoltzfus in on the tackle. Second and five now for the Mules. Got a nice rhythm going here, this offensive possession. Slowing the game down a little bit for everyone. Two wide receivers split wide left. This time, once again, that little pitch and catch here to Miller. Miller weaving into traffic, out the edge again. He's out at the 35-yard line. And so deceptive over here with where the uh, yard markers are.
2: Yeah, they they, they they just did that little toss with him. This time they pulled a lineman and they kicked out the other side and he, and he made one guy miss. And he he just, he's so difficult to, to tackle in space.
1: He's off to the races um, if he finds green.
2: Yes, yes, he's so dynamic.
1: And just a sophomore. This time, lining up. He will be in the backfield. Next to Lopez, two wide receivers split right and left. Takes the handoff, this time It's tackled in the backfield. Well done, as that was number 76 in on the stop. Gabriel McComsey, a senior defensive lineman. Yeah, and off- yet another big boy on that <laughs> Braves team. Good Lord.
2: Yeah, the offensive line there, you know, totally, the offensive lineman there totally whipped his block. Miller had nowhere to go. He just ran into his arms.
1: Gabriel McComsey looks like, uh, you've seen Remember the Titans, but he looks like Louie (laughs) Elastic out there, just like an absolute mammoth compared to everyone else out on the field.
2: He takes two gaps.
1: Under six to play here, second and 11. Out to Lopez. Lopez once again makes one-man miss. He's got two blockers ahead of him, trying to stay in bounds, does so, gets the first and more. Well done by Lopez there, just following those blockers.
2: And he had that caravan ahead of him for... At least 10, 20 yards. You're absolutely right. That was QB power, and the advantage you get when you run the quarterback is a numbers game. So instead of him handing off, you get the and extra blocker in your running back. You get the extra blocker, and that's what happened. That's the second time on this drive. Lopez Lopez is a uh, uh, little slick runner. So they, you know, they definitely should do that more.
1: Best chance here for the Mules all game long comes with five twenty left to play here in the second. Mike Miller once again juking to his left trying to get the edge to the outside cuts back in once again a heck of a run here for Miller where have you been all that first half Mike Miller and here he is in the second and you see what kind of offensive explosion they're putting together here a fantastic drive getting inside and it looks like it may be
2: first and goal here from the 10. Yes just a great runner he's just so slippery and it looked like he's going to get tackled for a couple yards and he just keeps going and making people miss. And he get, got an extra 10 yards.
1: And they're going to keep him in the backfield here. So next to Lopez, trips right. This time Lopez following Miller. Miller with a good block. Lopez able to get a handful of yards out of that. Dives in towards the five. So Miller that time acting as a lead blocker. Second a goal upcoming for the Mules.
2: Yeah, again, QB power. You know, they're trusting Lopez. I like this. I, You know, where was this the first half? I don't hate it. <laughs> I, I love Aiden Lopez as a runner. He's a good athlete. He can run, too. It's not that he couldn't throw
1: the football. He had a lot of good spot-on throws, including that tight window one. Um, but you can see, trying to get him comfortable. Yes. And how do you do that? You can run the football with him. He yes. still has the ball in his hands. He's still making plays. It's still giving him confidence. So let him keep the ball in his hands and make plays. And that's exactly what they're doing here the second half, just... Throwing Lopez and Miller into the backfield. And a timeout taken here by Muhlenberg. Second and goal with five yards till pay dirt. And we will take a quick break here if we're ready.
5: Every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage Sports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, Projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else. Turn to MikeDragoSports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragosSports.com. Back here in
1: Laureldale,
3: second and goal
1: 405. Is where they stopped the clock with that timeout. Lopez in the gun. Miller to his left. Hand off to Miller. Once again, a counter. Looking for room to the outside. Might have been a hold, and yeah, oh, it's coming back. <laughs> five, Ray Charles could have seen that hold on the left-hand side. <laughs> so walk off 10 yards and a loss of down, and they'll be outside the 10.
2: Yeah, it's tough. Now, now it's going to make it harder. You're going to have second and goal from the 15. It's the living and
1: dying by the sword of, of Mikey Miller, right? You know that he wants to get to the outside, and young backs will do this. You run into it all the time, that they're eager to bounce to the outside and bounce and bounce and bounce everything. And that time, when you're bouncing outside of your tackle like that, he's usually engaged. And when you're doing that little juke to the left, he's just following that blocker and holding on to him the whole time. you can see the defensive lineman throwing his arms up And they will finally get things started here. But, yeah, it'll make it uh, second down and 16 on the 16-yard line. This time throwing. And that is offensive, or sorry, defensive pass interference that time as just a light toss up towards Isaiah Dodson. Six feet tall is Isaiah. Turn around, started looking for the ball, and unfortunately, Colton Folk did not. And he gets called for the pass interference.
2: They run the outside guy in like a post stop. (laughs) And the inside guy's running a wheel. And what happened was the ball was really not a great ball. It wasn't. And he's (laughs) reaching back for it. And the defender's in a horrible spot. And he has to make a play. And he interfered with them. So a break for the mules. Huge break here.
1: Would have been one that if you're going to throw that, don't under throw it. Throw, (laughs) Throw it away or throw it over his head. Yes please when you're this close
2: but it's a big break now now you got the ball at the five yard line let's go punch it in
1: walks him back into around the seven yard line still second and goal somehow Lopez Miller to the left to the right once again same play and it goes in and out of the hands of Kyle Archie that time just one on one coverage Go up and make a play, and Archie unable to that time
2: around. Yeah, they did fade there, so they're going in zone fade. I love the end zone fade, and Archie's a little down there.
1: And it looks like it may just hopefully be cramps as they stretch out
2: those quads and calves. It's not a bad call because Archie's a player, and he just kind of went through his hands. It did and, and, and he kind of looked like he mistimed his jump. And if he if he would have you know sat there and made the right jump, I think he catches it. The other thing was Octavare brought double A pressure. They were bringing two backers up the middle. So if they would have ran Miller in the middle, they would have got stuffed. So I understand the call when you got a great receiver. Throw it out there, let him make mm-hmm. a play, and he just kind of misjudged his time. And now he's down on the ground, so well, let's all hope he's alright.
1: Well, You know what? You're in, you're in four-down territory at this point. You're down by seven. You want to get points up on the <laughs> yes. board. You're four-down territory. You're not kicking a field goal down this, down this far. You're seven yards from pay dirt. Got 21 feet. Let's go. Let's get in. Let's tie this game up. And hopefully Archie is okay. Again, it looks like it may have just been cramps. And it was about 85 degrees when we started this game. It's cooled down considerably. Like I said, glad I'm wearing pants now. This press box is still 85 degrees, but outside is nice. Unfortunately, still down on the ground. We can take a look around the uh, scoreboard in the meantime, because we've also lost our producer. So,
2: well, um, <laughs> disappeared. I, I will. Yeah, he's walking off now, so that's good. Yeah. As soon as they
1: went over there and started stretching the hammies, you're like, uh, okay, probably did it trying to jump up and tweak something. I've trying never, to jump.
2: I've never met Mike Boyer, but I'm going to do a Mike Boyer here. This week, you guys are legendary. Nostradamus. I'm going to tell you right here, you know what the play is? QB QB power. Should Get be. Get the blocker on. QB power. The other play, I consider, is option. Let him tack the edge and pitch it to Miller or you run.
1: We'll see. This time, going under center, I formation oh, here buddy. for Muhlenberg. It's going to be power. Mixing it up a little bit. They will toss it out to Mike Miller. Miller trying to get the edge, and he's inside the five. Going for the goal line. He's got it. Touchdown, Muhlenberg.
2: Touchdown, Mules.
1: Woo! You've been waiting all game to do that, and I appreciate the
2: enthusiasm. I love it. You go eye offense, old school. You run a little toss. Get your player on the edge, and he scores a touchdown. Yeah.
1: Good blocking there by Muhlenberg. No flags. No flags. <laughs> no flags. We're doing all right. Kids are all right. 7-6 <laughs> right now as they try to punch in the extra point to tie this game up. Maldueno will be the man in the backfield. Christian Coley on the hold. Duino. Three steps back. Two to the side. Once again, picking that one up off the ground. That one is through. <laughs> Count it.
2: <laughs> that one. Not the best snap in the world. It bounced, dribbled back. The ha- Holder did a great job getting it down, and then they kicked hey, it. G- made it Chris- through somehow.
1: Look at that. Christian Coley deserves all the credit on that one. I know it went through, but Coley made the best of. Once again, a bad situation. Picked it up off the ground, put it down, and that one almost rolled through the uprights. It must have had about a foot of distance to make it, and it makes it 7-7 with 3.30 left to play.
2: That is a great drive by the Mules. They got the quarterback run involved. They got Lopez involved. I mean, I mean, they got Lopez involved in the run game. They got Mikey Miller involved in the run game. Great job. Tie ball game, new ball game. Let's go win this now, Mules.
1: Brand new ball game here for Muhlenberg, and it comes with about 15 and a half minutes left to play. That was just a fantastic drive, and we talked about it the entire time winding up. I'm, I've stopped keeping track of stats because I really need a stat book, but, <laughs> but I would venture to guess... They put a very solid, probably 12, 14 play drive together. I mean, they were not ripping off first downs consistently. That was a nice, I won't say plotting, but it was methodical. How about that? It was a nice, methodical drive there by Muhlenberg to put points on the board.
2: And you get down there, I love the eye. Just go down there, get the ball in her center, and toss it out, and let Mike Miller go attack the edge, and he did, and he scored a touchdown.
1: It's the first time that they've seen that look all game long, and no better time to break it out than seven yards from the goal line. Yes. Well, Dueno again, as the Muhlenberg cheerleaders tossing a cheerleader back and forth for the seven points. I hate to see what happens when they score another touchdown. This one fumbled, picked up around the 15, and... For player safety, yeah, he was down as folk unable to handle it, and they will start inside their own 20, will the Braves.
2: You know, momentum is huge, and so now Muhlenberg has the momentum. The defense comes out here, gets another three and out. Go get another stop. We'll get another touchdown, and then, then you put the pressure on these Braves of Octorera.
1: Go get another stop right here. You got great field position holding Octorera inside their own 20-yard line. This is your chance. This is how you break a game open, and it starts right here. Seven, Actually, they're going to put it at the 16-yard line on the scoreboard. 3.28 left to play, 7-7. Seven, seven. We'll get underway here. Once again, trips left, and they'll go with the sweep to Stoltzfus off of that, and he's got nowhere to go. Once again, a fantastic job as Torek stops him after a gain of three.
2: Yeah, they tried running jet sweep, but, you know, these Muhlenberg outside linebackers are fantastic. Uh-huh. Yeah, they come up, they make tackles, they make plays, and, and it's, it's, a, it's an impressive
3: group.
1: They'll bring up second and seven inside three minutes to play here in the third quarter. Once again, this time they'll go trips right, and we'll see if they do the old, hey, we're going to fake the jet sweep here. Now oh, this time they go the opposite direction. And once again, stuffed near the line of scrimmage as Folk picks it up. And promptly knocked out after a gain of one, two. R.J. Mogul on the tackle.
2: Yeah, they tried running. They brought the jet motion. They faked it, and then they handed off the, the ball there.
1: I'm just waiting for a time where they will actually run the same play twice in a row and actually have success with it. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate trickery.
2: It, they are interesting. They run two different offenses. Mm-hmm. They run a Certainly under have. center wing T, and they run a gunner offense. This
1: time, Miss Tripolito in the backfield, it looks like. Looking back to throw, finds his man, finds Mallon. Got the first down and then some. He's up to around the 35. It's a nice pitch and catch there between Wood and Mallon. Two seniors who no doubt have had some time throwing back and forth to each other and that time getting the first down.
2: Yeah, Braden Wood did a nice job there. He set his feet in the pocket. There was no pressure. He found his man in the flat, and they got the first down. First down,
1: Octarera. Inside two minutes to play here in the third. Once again, going right to left in front of us, wearing their road away jerseys, waiting for Muhlenberg to cover these two wide receivers out here in the near side. They do. Two to the near side. Once again, handoff, trying to cut back to the left-hand side, and not an awful lot going as Makai Murray... Stopped up by Mogul again. Mogul's had himself a heck of a game here out of backfield. He's done a fantastic job along that defensive line.
2: Yeah, Mogul's a good player. I tell you what, he's been back there a lot. He's a sophomore, another sophomore, Uh 6'2", plays defensive end here. He's a heck of a player.
1: They'll go two out to the near side, none to the far side. Muhlenberg will trap down there on that right hand side and once again Mackay looking for running space. Won't get it. Murray trying again. Clemison on the stop. Gets up to about the 41. Gain of maybe 3. And it'll be about 3rd and six, third and 5 here. I can't believe the quarter's almost over. That might be the fastest third quarter I've ever experienced in my life. It almost feels like a running clock, this entire game. It's so quick. Yeah, this entire game has been wild with how fast we've been running, but then again, it's been almost a full year since I've seen a high school football game, so (laughs) maybe I just have amnesia. Wood rolling to his left, still perusing downfield, has to tuck it in and just eat the sack. As Torek was there to meet him, he just had three mules in front of him, and he just accepted his fate <laughs> and said, you know what? I'm just going to tuck it and take the sack and live to see another day. Fourth down, another. That was a fantastic job by Muhlenberg getting off the field here. And it makes it, keeps it, I should say, 7-7 after three quarters of play. Let's go to break. We'll take a quick break. and When we return, fourth quarter action here in a tie ball game between Muhlenberg and Octorera. More to come when we return on the Mules Sports Network.
0: Season and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket, so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week, good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Freedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. You're listening to Ryan and Patrick on the Mule Sports Network. There's that new
1: bumper from Jerry. As once again, nearly blocking the punt. That one's going to bounce and take an Octarera roll down to near the 30-yard line. Bounce at the 40. Ended up going another eight, nine yards before finally coming to its home at the
2: 31-yard line, which is where Muhlenberg will pick up their offense. Great drive last time. You know the, you know the momentum's on your side. Your defense got to stop. Now it's time to go get another touchdown drive.
1: Time to go get another touchdown. Two big defensive stops here in the second half can't be understated. I <laughs> <God. laughs> I will never stop laughing at number seventy six out there because he literally looks like he just ate one of the other players. <laughs> he is an absolute mammoth. And the guy standing next to him, we talked about Seon Brown. He's just as big. Once again, pop pass to Miller. Miller trying to make his way across the 30-yard line. Gets back to the line. That's about it.
2: Yeah, they were ready for it there. Great job by the linebackers for Octavia flying over the top and making that tackle. It's only got about a one-yard gain.
1: Sadly, not everything is Madden. <laughs> Otherwise, that would be a fantastic play. It'll bring up second down. <laughs> Hillenberg breaks their huddle. Once again, going right to left now as they've swapped sides of the field here for the fourth quarter. Miller working in the slot this time. Looking back, throwing the football. That one's short. It was in the general vicinity there of Isaiah Dotson. But well short. Landed about five yards shy of him, and nobody turned their heads around to look for it.
2: Octorero loves bringing pressure up the middle. They brought two backers up the middle, and he just got rid of it, Aiden Lopez did. And he tried to hit the streaking streaking receiver, and he's lucky it wasn't intercepted because he threw it very short. Well underthrown.
1: This time they'll line up, 11.05, clock stopped at third and nine. Don't be surprised if you see another quarterback keeper here as Lopez rolling to his right. No, this time he's going to throw, and he has a man and knocked away at the last second just under thrown. He was looking for Dotson again. He had Dotson by a few yards. Unfortunately Isaiah needed to track back for that one and knocked out at the last second. Well done there by Octorera, Making the change and it was number 11 there. I'll eventually let you talk here. It was Collinwood a freshman defensive back making the play.
2: I tell you what it was another foot out in front. He catches it and scores a touchdown. Yeah, He had
1: him. He yeah. was wide
2: open. He just needed a little more air under it. He left it up.
1: Maldueno again needs to pick it up off the ground. This one barely making it across midfield. It's going to take a Muhlenberg bounce and a nice one too. Gets down to about the thirty-six. So Octorero will start off on their own side of the field here with ten forty-four left to play, tied at seven.
2: My cues to victory, Ryan. Number two turnovers. We have not had one yet. Shush. It'd be a good time. Good. If, no, what if Octorero <laughs> fumbled here? What about a fumble right here? Okay, I'll accept that. I'll accept the premise. We need a fumble by Octoraro. I'll accept the premise. Interception, something. What do you think? That would be fine. It would be
1: a good time for an interception, too.
5: I'm just hearing about the caster curse. That's all I'm hearing about when it comes to when someone (laughs) says something, it might happen.
2: (laughs) That's Chris, our producer.
1: Once again, jet sweep this time going off the right-hand side. little stiff arm attempt there, but not going to work as a fantastic tackle there by Wes Clemson, coming all the way across that formation and making the stop.
2: I tell you what, Muhlenberg is a, you know, this game has largely been a sound tackling team. I've been very uh-huh. impressed. They haven't missed many tackles. You know, That's so that, that weight
1: room, baby. Yeah, that's
2: that weight room. Nice run, but then they tackled him and he didn't get much more. So now, now you, instead of like a first down, they have second and mm-hmm. four.
1: That was Mistripolito on the play, a freshman running back. Once again, but trying the stiff arm, and it didn't work. That was good strength there by Muhlenberg, finishing that tackle. Now going back and forth there is Mistripolito. He'll land on the left side of the formation. Hand off is up the middle and stuffed once again. Once again, it's Mogul on top no, of fumble. it. We got a fumble. Mule's ball. Carmona Sorry, in Ryan. on it as well. Between Mogul and Carmona, I don't know who did it, but a loose football, and the Mules got it. Great field position on the Octorera side of the field. Let's go get that score. Hey,
2: Mike Boyer, wherever you are,
1: <laughs> Patrick White stole your thunder <laughs> and said a turnover. He's getting ready for the Hill School tomorrow.
2: Well, he's, Mike, he stole your he's thunder.
1: Got, he's got things to do. Let's go. He's moved on. Muhlenberg with the football on the brave side of the field at the 45yard line that ball coming out there trying to go up the middle and congratulations we have our second curse ever on the broadcast and it wasn't me this time Lopez coming out QB power again he'll make up he'll get about half of what he needs
2: I spilled wa- Patrick's <laughs> still hot so I, I'm sorry I spilled water everywhere and I got my man here Sean, you did get Sean McBrien. Sorry. sorry, Former
1: Redding Eagle great, now I'm sorry. with MikeDragoSports.com. <laughs> I got him
2: wet. I'm sorry. This bad. is not a way
1: to treat our sponsors.
2: We got some napkins, guys. <laughs>
1: sorry. Well, the good news is it's warm enough in here that it'll just evaporate <laughs> quickly. So Sorry
2: about that. <laughs> okay. All right. There we go.
1: Second and five after <laughs> Lopez picking up half to gain. All right. We're in a great spot here for the mules. Trips left formation one on the far side. Lopez. Once again, QB power. <laughs> just a random Octarera body flying across the formation, and this time he's going to lose five yards. There was like nothing a- there from the
2: beginning, and then he tried to make something happen.
1: I think it was Colton and Folk that came yeah, through the line. He tough. broke through, and you just see this white Octorera player diving across the formation. <laughs> Contacting nothing. But it was enough to throw Lopez off. He went to his right, nothing there, and ends up losing yards. Back to the line of scrimmage. And then some. It'll be third and 11.
2: You got to get a first down here. it would be huge. If not, you could punt it it and play field position. A little trestle ball here.
1: You certainly could here on the 46-yard line. Third down and 11. Once again, we've gone away from Mike Miller this drive. This time, Miller in there. Makes one stop. He's able to get it out. Got it into the hands of Isaiah. He's upended, and I believe he has the first down. He does. Great bit of poise there by Aiden Lopez. Rolling out to his left, he found Isaiah Dotson, and Dotson got the first down.
2: That was a great job by Aiden Lopez. He kept his eyes downfield, found his receiver, and then yards after the catch, the receiver made the play and got the first down.
1: We do have a player down here from Muhlenberg. It's Aiden Lopez. Yeah, the clock is stopped at 7.58. Lopez took a pop after that play. But once again, I will say they are stretching out a leg. So I have high hopes that this is just cramping here, entering the fourth quarter. But it also means that they'll probably need to uh, pull him out for a play, and we'll end up getting to see a new quarterback for a hot second.
2: And what if they have a wildcat with uh, Mike Miller?
1: They could do a wildcat formation. That was Exeter's go-to last year. Whenever Mason Rotelli was not in the game, they would run Joey Schlaffer. Rotelli beat out Schlaffer last year for the quarterback position. Believe it or not, I remember. Weird that. how that would have how that would have landed Division a three-star uh, yeah, yeah, tight yeah. end candidate for Penn State going to be a Nittany Lion, left school early, and beaten out at a quarterback by somebody who had never thrown a scholastic pass before in his life, at least not at the high school level, not at the varsity level, but uh, that was always their, their go-to. They did it against Mannheim Central, and that's when they scored the touchdown. Rotelli got knocked out, uh, and they ended up inserting Joey Schlaffer, who took it in the Wildcat, and took it like 60 yards to the house for one of their scores. So here, they will not do the same. They try to hand it off to Mike Miller, and that's going to hurt the average. <laughs>
2: He went nowhere he <laughs> lost Yeah, Christian, lost,
1: Christian Coley
2: in he there lost and lost 8 yards. There's there's a penalty over on the sideline. That's a weird a place for a penalty. I <laughs> think my guess is a sideline side warning violation. on Octo. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a warning. They won't give him 15 right away. No, it should be a warning, a warning but yes. that's certainly the
1: case. It's over there inside the numbers. Inside the numbers and the sideline. Yep, so it is going to be a sideline warning against Dr. Rara. So we'll move the football as a warning.
2: Second and twenty. Lopez back in at quarterback, though.
1: Lopez back in at quarterback. Yeah, you know that Octorara's eyes just lit up when they saw poor Coley in there. They're like, oh, they're running the football. He throws it immediately this time out to Kyle Archie, fresh back into the game. So again, I think that we just we alluded to some of that cramping that could pop up here late, early on in the game, and clearly not enough pickle juice on the sideline. <laughs>
2: Especially because on that play before he, he he cramped up, he was running around like crazy. So,
1: yep. yeah, third and 12 here. It's all right. A seven-yard gain on the pitch and catch between Lopez and old trusty Kyle Archie.
2: You got to think four down territory. So if you get, let's say, six or seven it here, make it, make it a manageable fourth down.
1: Yeah, most certainly is now on the 35-yard line. Trips left here to the near side and might have gotten a free five yards. Oh Everybody from that Octorera defensive line jumped across. You're going to have some encroachment here. You betcha. Five-yard penalty here for and Make it third down and seven. Certainly made that a little bit more manageable, didn't it?
2: Yeah, that's great. I mean, it, great you hard do that hard count there. I, I tell you what. That's
1: the first time they cracked that out, too.
2: Yeah, I tell you what. I'm really impressed with, with uh, Aiden Lopez. I think yeah. he's only going to grow and get better this year.
1: Said you look at the first part of the schedule, and it's not terribly inconceivable that they perform really well in these first four games, and then you hit Murder's row when they get back home here against yes. Mannheim Central and the likes. But, you know, at least for the first four games, wee And another encroachment call. Tack on another five yards. It'll be third and two. And the hard count again getting someone to jump. Hard to tell who it was.
2: God, you went from but third and 12 to third and two now. Yeah. Hand the ball off and get the first <laughs> down. Give it to Mikey th- right now. Not Quby on anything outside. Like an QB power
1: zone. also also looks nice right now, too. You yes, can you can get at least two yards with that. Guaranteed. So we'll see how Octarera stacks up here. So again, They got their big boys there on that defensive line. Trips left formation. Fo- you got Archie all the way out here to the Ah, sideline. Trying to get it to Miller, and Miller taken down in the backfield by Braden Wood. The quarterback flipping the linebacker here on defense. Got into the backfield and made the stop.
2: Yeah, you lost five there. (laughs) Four down
1: territory, baby.
2: So that's the problem when you do run an outside play. You run an outside zone there. You're trying to get Miller to the edge, and if they come free, you you lose all your yards, and that's what happened. He lost five yards. So that's fourth and long here. You got to throw it, I would say you got to try to throw the ball here, something underneath. You've had some good success on outs and sitting there and throwing the ball, so let's see what they do.
1: Miller in the backfield, trips right formation this time, basically doing the opposite of what they did last time. Archie this time all the way to the far side. And instead, it may not even be that because they're going to take a timeout here with 5.58 remaining. Let's get this play right on fourth and seven. So we'll take a timeout as well while they hit the brakes on this game. Again, under six minutes to play, 7-7, when we return here on the Mule Sports Network.
5: Every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosSports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, Projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragoSports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else, that's MikeDregosports.com.
0: It's the Mule Sports Network on Cherry gallup Media.
1: left to play, fourth down play here as Lopez steps back, got the first down and more, he's across the 20 yard line,
2: still not down, he's closer to the 15, a fourth down conversion for the Mules. Great job by Aiden Lopez, he felt the pressure, he stepped up, ran and got the first down. He's really flashed his legs the second half here, Ryan.
1: How about that for Aiden Lopez? Yeah, they were throwing the football an awful lot with that spread offense in the first half. Not an awful lot of success. They were shut out in the, after 24 minutes of play. A handful of offensive possessions and now coming out, running the football, utilizing Lopez as a runner. And to their benefit, it has created a handful of really good drives here in the second half. Two wide receivers split out to either side. Lopez in the backfield. Lopez looking downfield, looking corner, knocked away again. Once again, fantastic cornerback play by OctoRera knocking the fade. They were hoping to get it to Kyle Archie. All six foot three of him. And unfortunately, a smidge underthrown and able to be knocked away. Yeah, it was,
2: it was underthrown, but still then Archie had a chance, but the corner climbed kind the of ladder. Climb the ladder and make it. the play, and that's a good play. I get back to it. Let's run the ball here. Run the ball here. you know, got 5.16 left. Cool. Let's run it and, and see if we can uh, punch this baby in.
1: Yeah, you're not going to be able to wind down this entire clock, but you can at least make it interesting for Octorera if you get a score up on the board here. Trips to the near side, as this time Lopez trying to escape the pocket, and it'll be close if he did. But he ends up becoming a sack lunch. As uh, number 68, McCaw. McCaw, McCraw in on the stop. Kyle McCaw,
2: the senior defensive lineman. Again, what they did was they brought pressure. air has been bringing pressure. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's worked where where uh, Lopez can step up and run. That time he tried to step up and they tackled him uh, for a sack. So another big third down here for the Bules.
1: Well, and this time they get a little bit more. Well, you are talking about this game going quickly now. This is now the... Third or fourth stoppage cramping. that we've had now for cramping. So Where's the pickle juice? Need the pickle juice. Texted Jerry that the second curse on air did not come from me.
0: I spilled water. <laughs> I'm sorry. My, mine was F- more, C, why mine not
2: was like
1: more me? intentional than yours. Your yours was by accident because you made a mistake. Oh my mine god. Mine was I lost all I'm the words sorry, that Jerry. I had in my vocabulary except for four letter ones. Blame the so, rookie. Oh. Muhlenberg stepping back out onto the field here, out of the timeout, clock rolling, third and 11 for the Mules. Miller in the backfield, two wide receivers split to either side, stepping back, looking towards the sideline, got his man, he got Isaiah, he's reaching out, trying to gain an extra yard or so, but a very short throw to Dotson is not going to get it done.
2: Do they got a field goal kicker?
1: It will be Maldueno He's who lined up before, and you saw his last extra point attempt that skimmed the bottom of the uprights. So I would say on fourth and seven, you're probably going for it. There's no cha- They're not bringing out Meldueno, so they are going for it on fourth down. I think that
2: Sweaty maybe time. you
1: just, if you trust Lopez enough again, you're on something similar. Now, maybe they'll try to spy him this time. But he's in the backfield, looking to his right, gets the ball out. Got it to Isaiah again, got it to Dotson. Dotson needed to dive for it, and I believe it is short of the sticks. Again, just struggling with that outside. those outside routes. Those balls are just dying before they get to receivers. He's got a strong arm, not quite strong enough. Hey, wait room, I'll see you on Monday morning.
2: <laughs> yeah, they, they, they were trying to run it out there. The problem was he had pressure. Yeah. And Octorera keeps sitting Two or three blitzers up the gut, up the gut, and Mikey Miller did a great job. He took one on, He's but trying. another guy came through. Yeah, he can't and get put pressure, and he couldn't step into it. And it was a tough catch; it was low, so it fell incomplete. So now, Octavio gets the ball again. Well, you know what? Seven g- seven.
1: Well, you know what? They <laughs> get to play the wonderful field position game here with three fifty-eight left to play in this one, and they are going to have another sack. Man, oh man, get in there, RJ, RJ Mogul again in on the stop, along with a handful of other guys. I think Colado might have been in there, but that was one where he just
2: started out under center, rolled back, and he had nowhere to go. They were trying to do is, again, play action off the midline and trying to pick a, hit a big play down there. Number one, it's guarded well. And number two, Muhlenberg went right back in the backfield and sacked him. And now it's th- second and long.
1: Loss of seven puts him back on the six-yard <laughs> line. So talk about field position. Could go to overtime. If you're, if you're going to give up a fourth down and not convert it on anywhere in the field, this is as good a place as any as they try to go jet sweep off the left-hand side. And they'll get back close to the original line of scrimmage. So maybe about six, seven yards Looks like they'll give him maybe eight. <laughs> I'll just keep naming numbers at this point. I'll just keep counting. we will t- see, and this is why, because they moved the stick ahead of the yard marker, and now they moved it back a yard, so they changed it by two yards. So, you know, one of my numbers I said was correct. Two thirty-eight left to play. Octarera does not seem to be, once again, in a hurry of any sort. <laughs> as Third and nine, they're just going to wind the clock down and try to give Muhlenberg as little time as possible to convert. And now they'll finally call a timeout. Octorera taking first of their three timeouts. We will do so as well. It'll be third down and nine on the 14-yard line with 225 left to play. 7-0 when we return on the Sports of Mule Sports Network.
0: season, and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket, so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at 5 Points in Exeter, 160 Old Freedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. You're listening to Ryan and Patrick on the Mule Sports Network.
1: You are listening to Ryan and Patrick on the Mule Sports Network with 2.25 left to play here. Patrick just wrote the letters O-T. We might. They catch the football beyond the yard mark, yard to gain. There is a flag in the backfield, might be holding.
2: I bet just holding on. Chop block. Or a chop block. That'll work too. A chop block for those don't know is, is when one guy is engaging high, another guy goes low. Can't do it's that. It's illegal. You can't do that. That's how you bust then, ACLs. Yeah, that's how you bust ACLs. I coached a line one year, and <laughs> I remember some guys trying to do that. We don't do that. You don't teach that. That's You're all that's allowed to go
1: low on them, but not when they're engaged.
2: Yeah, you can't have one guy engage and another guy go low. Yep. Yes, correct.
1: I so that's how you chop off somebody's ACL. Yes. At least in one knee. Just ACLs remember. if you have them in both.
2: Just remember what I wrote down.
1: Yeah. I'm going going to ignore that just like I was ignoring your wing T formation babble. Muhlenberg <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, getting after a 217 left here. Third and 9. Oh, they say third and 9. It's from the 7-yard line. Once again looking to throw deep. They have a man and you overshot him by about 3 yards. If it wasn't for that Elijah Boyer. Good night. He would have been off to
2: the races to the tune of a
1: 93-yard touchdown had he caught that
2: one. Great call by Octorreira. You go double move. He ran hitch and go in the corner bit. If it's a good pass, he catches it and probably scores or at least gets a big gain. So, yeah, that, we got a little lucky there, Mules, but I will take it.
1: <laughs> Stops the clock with 2.11 left to play. Hunter in the end zone here for Octorera. And a penalty flag they had a, Are they they, they march had 12, them back again. They had 12 oh delay of game. Delay of game. Wow. By Octo- I don't understand how you have delay of game in this situation. Oh, okay. There's two eleven left to play. You know what play you're running out there. It's a friggin' punt.
2: It, it was personnel.
1: <laughs> because the guy was a guy was staying on right. and he
2: was running off. This ha- week one you but always have. Still,
1: but still, that's yes. a coaching thing. That's your this is not great being a great opportunity for Muhlenberg. It'll make it now on the three-yard line. With as many times as they've almost come away with blocks. Very lucky there. That one's going to die at the 35. Take a Muhlenberg bounce and stick itself right in the ground at the 35. 35 yards to go for Muhlenberg with 2.03 left to play. Could not have a better situation here to try to notch your first victory of the season.
2: 7-7. Seven, seven. Let's go win this game, boys.
1: I'm going to cross out your OT because I am confident. Can we get a field goal, though? I'm confident know, I'm we're going to put saying. up six. I'm crossing out your OT. Not okay, happening. I,
2: it's time to put Mikey Miller in the slot now. It's
1: not happening.
2: Put Mikey Miller in the slot. So that might Let's happen. throw the ball to him.
1: Also, I'm happy with him in the slot getting the ball in his hands, but you need the ball in your playmaker's hands.
2: He's it's got a wing right now
1: can watch down here with Kyle Archie, too. So this time they tried to get it to Miller. Miller's cutting back against the grain. He's all the way back at his 45. He's going to get a block. He's across the 35. 30, 25. And I'll be darned if Mikey Miller didn't just pick up a first down. <laughs> He's he went 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage. He,
2: Ten yards behind the line of scrimmage, and he and gentlemen gets the first listen out there. Remember, number 18, Mikey Miller. He's special. We went all the way to the right. Nothing there. Cut around the other line of the field. Outran the entire <laughs> defense and got 15 yards. Wow, he ran probably like 35. Yeah,
1: that was Barry Sanders esque. I wasn't joking when I told Jerry that I was just going to make up numbers for how many yards he has. So 800 was my number, but it also included runs like that. <laughs> Once again, doing the underneath play. He will find Dotson for a couple of yards. Interesting to be throwing the football short here in a crucial, crucial, crucial situation. But again, shows how much faith this coaching staff has in Aiden Lopez as a first-year starter.
2: Yeah, you got one timeout, so you got to hurry up a little bit because you want to get as many. They don't really must not have a no huddle package because I've not seen it. So, uh-uh. they, so they're just huddling up. Miller out so you gotta here. Gotta have a little, little, little more pace right now.
1: Miller out here in the slot. Cruz out here as well. Trips on the near side. They're going to go deep once again, looking for Dotson. And Dotson, there's a flag down on the play. I, I think we're have why defensive he, holding. I was wondering why he gave up on that play. Am e- I?
2: Either defensive holding or pass interference on Octarera. Uh
1: Where it's at, it would be holding because it's within yes. five yards. It would not be pass interference. Yes, we'll I think see what it ends team. up. Oh, it's against the offense.
2: Legal man downfield.
1: It wasn't even a screenplay.
2: I don't know who drifted downfield. I don't know
1: who you could have had drift downfield.
2: Well, the lineman, you know, maybe it could have been. I don't know. That that is weird. Yeah,
1: that's a it's a bizarre call, for sure. It stops the clock with one oh eight left to play here.
2: You don't need to go to the end zone. You can go get 10, 15 yards, and the the, the chains move, so you can still then huddle up and get a good play call. You can still get a first
1: down. You're on the 21-yard line, second and 11. You can still get a first down without, you know, diving into uh, four-down territory here. Once again, trips left. They'll throw it again, this time down the seam, aiming for Mikey Miller, and that one incomplete, as Proke was there to interfere with that one.
2: Mikey Miller turned to go cut outside, yeah, and he thought was he would go inside, and it was a little miscommunication. And so then it, it was an incomplete pass, and that was close to could It's have okay.
1: Been it's okay to have those, provided they're not picked. And that'll be Muhlenberg's last time out. Stop writing the letters OT, Patrick. <laughs> 105 left to play. Yeah, let's take a quick break. One last commercial break here in this one. 105 left, 7 7 when we return on the Mule Sports Network.
0: The best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. It's the Mule Sports Network on Cherry Gallup Media.
1: Third and 12 here for the Mules, coming fresh out of their third and final timeout of the evening on the near side once again. Once again throwing. Looking. And I mean, they're not going to call pass interference on that one as Archie stopped his route again. And that one overthrown, it'll bring up fourth down.
2: Yeah, they're running like a double slant there trying to get the ball inside and it, it just it, I don't know. They look like 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 Lopez sped up his delivery a little bit. And then he cut it off and it just looked awkward for some reason. Here you go, fourth down. Fourth and 12 on the 23
1: yard line. Again, they can get a first down without scoring. So just looking to get it inside the red zone here. Stuck on the 23 yard line. Again trips left formation. Just keep rolling it out there. This one, Lopez trying to pick it up off the ground. Ball still loose on the ground. Muhlenberg will have it, but won't matter much. Oh, the only thing that's stopping is the Braves scooping and scoring for a game-winning touchdown at that point. Lopez gave it up with thirty—sorry, fifty-three 53.8 seconds left. It'll remain tied. All right, now you can write down OT. is
2: very disappointing <laughs> that they got all the way down there in that crazy Michael Miller run, and then they didn't do anything. And uh, a little disappointing if you're a Mules fan that they couldn't really cash in there. So 53 three seconds left, 7-7. Seven, seven. We'll look like we're going overtime unless Oktarara can make I a wanna, big play.
1: I want to see them go for it here. I really do. You're on the road. You know, you could play it <laughs> safe. Yeah, sure, I guess. But
3: pick six.
2: <laughs>
1: I'd be fine with that. <laughs> oh, Two wide man. receivers split out to either side. Once again, Wood in the gun. Wood looking to his left, firing. Incomplete. That time, Stoltzfus watched to go in and out. They'll stop the clock with 48.7. They do run some pretty nice passing design. Uh, that they do have open receivers when they're throwing the football. It's just they've struggled to complete some of these passes.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think Ed Smith's done a nice job. Uh, he was offense coordinator for several years, Doctor Air. And they, they've had some good teams. Um, and I, I like their offense. It's really a mixture of old school and new school, and they kind of do both. And it's that's a lot of reps to do, and I give them credit for doing it.
1: Trips, right formation here for Octorera, Looking to move that football down the field. They're going to have to do so in a hurry. Once again, throwing it. And intercepted! intercepted! intercepted. Woo! It looks like Fuentes. I'm going to take a look here. It's 39.
4: Herbays. Nice
1: job by Josiah there. Going up and getting it once again dare I say it a sophomore
2: making the play here okay here we go you go trips left <laughs> put Mikey Miller to the right and throw a fade up to him
3: Dude,
1: I would just are you get with the, me get the ball in his hands are you with Dude, me screen passes sweeps what like whatever you need to do to get the ball in his hands here
2: well, you know I gotta think you too two, long
1: you got Archie six three you're going this, too long without getting it into the You have no timeouts,
2: 39 seconds left, so you're really up against it. And you got to go right to the line of scrimmage and spike it. You don't have time to huddle.
1: Well, the clock does stop on a first down, too. It does. So you don't have to worry too much. Just get a first down. And this time, once again, completed pass. It's going to be short. Uh, clock's going to continue to run. It does nothing uh, short for Short hitch
2: you. there. Not much What'd, you can do. He
1: got it to Dotson. 30 seconds and counting. But to your point, I would love to see them run Dotson on yeah. a hitch and go that they've seen him run that hitch route how many times have him do a hitch and go do the double move and get it going here we go they'll throw it get out of bounds Ah. almost had the first down is in and out of the hands of Madueno Modueno had the first down it'll stop the clock with 9.6
2: left OT about to happen in high school football. I'd love OT. I'd love college football overtime. Now we're going to get high school overtime? Oh, yeah. Sign me up for extra football.
1: I get paid per game, not by the hour. So,
5: <laughs> I will say, earlier, you have gone two for two on calling it, and then it happens to play right after. So I will say, you are doing 100% so far.
1: <laughs> Clock is stopped. Third and eight. 9.6 remaining. Two receivers to either side in the shotgun. Once again, a quick throw. That one better. (laughs) It was thrown to the outside shoulder, but incomplete. I'm getting a little
2: nervous right now because, you know, some of these passes could have been picked six the other way. The
1: out route passes are sketchy at best. The arm strength hasn't quite been there, and when you miss on an out route, that one was on the outside shoulder. That's how you teach him to throw it, right? <laughs> outside shoulder, get it away from the defender. Yes. You know, you thi- throw that one short and this- it ends up into the defender. There's nothing stopping it from a pick the, six. This is the moment
2: where you get nervous as a coach. because four points and six seconds left. And you-
1: now Dueno is going to kneel down, and he's going to do it before the clock runs out. Right oh, Two, seconds. Two seconds left on the clock.
2: You can't kneel down there. What you got to do is—it's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. You, you got to let the clock run out. Got to get. <laughs> let the clock run out. Run maybe to the sideline a second, and then take a knee. I'm not sure if
1: Meldueno knows what he did. But
2: because of that, <laughs> now Octavare has a chance to f- kick a field goal to win the game.
1: Either kick a field goal or you wow. got two seconds. They're
2: going to kick a field goal. I—that is really bad right there for the Mules. You got to hope he misses it. Wow, oh. Ryan, they got a chance to win the game. Zero seconds left on the clock. I don't know what they Last were doing. Last play, two seconds left. I don't know what they were doing.
1: For the game, 2.2 seconds remaining. Ball picked up. The kick is up. The kick is off the upright.
2: <laughs> what? He no doinked good. it. He doked it. He missed it. If he doinked goes the- in, they win the game, but it bounces off. Doinked
1: it off the crossbar.
2: He almost made it, and they would have won. Holy cow, what a game.
1: Doinked it off the crossbar.
2: (laughs) Wow, he doinked off the crossbar. I've never seen that before. It had so
1: much spin on it, but it had too much that it didn't have enough going through. And let me tell you, it was another bad snap. It was another close hold.
2: I'm sorry. I got yelled at. It was a little too loud, but that <laughs> was kind of crazy. Wow. Anyways. They'll end, up OT. To,
1: they'll end up bumping us to the next. Uh, okay. They're going to lock okay. us up. They'll make us go to the baseball field next week. or next time we're here.
2: Okay. Uh, OT, what did I say? What What? did I say? Am, I'm I'm mostly I new, just blame- am I the new Michael Boyer?
1: I'm mostly just blaming Patrick for this.
2: Okay. Overtime rules. This there is what you, you guys get. do, okay? You put the ball at the 10, not the 25 like in college. You get the ball at the 10, you each get a possession. So theoretically, you want to play defense first because you want to stop them, and then you know what to do. To, so if you stop them, you score a touchdown, you win. But if you if you get offense, you score first, then you get a chance, okay? And then I think after the second overtime, if I'm correct – I think you got to start going for two at some point.
1: I don't know. I'm pretty sure that they made us give you horse tranquilizers for the remainder of this game. Me? Yeah. (laughs) They (laughs) doinked the kick. When did that ever happen? (laughs) They're going to have to calm you down. You're an 11. (laughs) I need you at a two.
2: Well, you know, (laughs) I I am a very hyper person. My students tell me, are you always like this? I'm like, I am always like this.
1: I can confirm outside of the classroom that he definitely is.
2: I am. So, anyways, I've never seen that before. I tell you what, <sighs> they avoided a huge meltdown. That, there, was, that was unbelievable.
1: That was an unforced error, to say the least.
2: So you want to play defense first so you know what happened to the offense. So then you, if you stop them, then you could score a touchdown and win. Now, I don't want to say this to, to disappoint the Mules fans out there, but I think the advantage might shift to Octarera here because they're the running team, and they could just run Straight midline, four straight times to score a touchdown from the 10.
1: We'll see. They've gone away from that here in the second half as well. They were running an awful lot of that midline run, the quick hit, and they went away from that in the second half. You saw Muhlenberg change up their offense here in the second half and change to uh, a little bit more running from Aiden Lopez, you know, the QB powers and everything. So we'll see what they uh, come out here with in overtime. Start on the 10-yard line.
2: Well let me ask you this. I wonder if do they come out with an eye? Do they have a whole eye package where you could run toss and boot. That'd be
1: and interesting. Trap?
2: You know, maybe. So I don't know.
1: If I w- honestly, honestly, if I was Octorera, I'd be running some jumbo package with those big boys up front and just let them pave the way. Yes. Inside the ten. Just wherever they're out on the field, let them soak up all the defenders and run the football.
2: So I'd like to recap. It's the first Mule co- mules game ever on our broadcast group certainly and yes. uh, i i've cursed and i've got yelled at by the press box people so they a win, win for me
1: <laughs> three for three here on jerry Gelliff media
2: <laughs> so here we go so i didn't get fired so you probably won't either so Octorera is going to get the ball first so if the mules can get a stop octorreira get the get ball it. score a touchdown win the game and we all go home
1: happy wouldn't that be ideal I've tried, I've tried to exude optimism here throughout this, especially this entire second half.
2: I think you're a pessimist. I've learned that.
1: Uh, it depends what we're talking about. Local government, I am a Leslie Nope optimist, but uh, everything else, I am pessimistic. They'll go out here. Don't you dare say wing T. <laughs> but a tight formation here. They're going to try to run it up the middle, and instead it's a keeper here. And getting down close to the goal line was Wood, as they did fake it in line.
2: Brandon, uh, Wood did a great job. It looked like they were going to hand it off. He pulled it, and he ran it down to the one-yard line. That's a perfect time. If it's a design call, that's a perfect time, because everybody thinks you're going to give it to the fullback. And he pulled it and got, ran down to the one or two-yard line. So, again, they started at the 10s, so now there's the 2. 42-7 to Exeter, by
1: the way, in the Pig Iron Bowl. Out in Birdsboro. Sure, it's a gorgeous night out there for them to be outside. They're just going to do the old, uh, you know, Eagles tush push there and they get in for the score.
2: Yep, it's just the, the QB sneak. Yep. Why not? The old you got tush the, push. You got the big guys up front, It, it you know, it's just called, it, and then they just gap in and you just foul behind and, and they score it. So up. there you go. 13 7. You know what's crazy is we didn't have many points. Now we might have a lot of points because the ball was at the 10-yard
1: line. We might. Muhlenberg will get their chance next, but not until the extra point attempt. Austin Kurtz lined up to boot it through the uprights or doink it off the front of it. Who knows? Flag on the field. See, that was what he tried to do the last time he was out there. Instead, flag on the field, and it's against Muhlenberg. Offsides. Offside. Getting a little rambunctious there. They'll uh, move it up half the distance. Do they the go one for yard it, line. Uh, Could be interesting. He's looking. I wouldn't see why not. Again, you're on the road. They're thinking about it. They got their big boys out there. See? There's my number 76. <laughs> and you get. They still have two timeouts and Nocturera. Yeah, they're going to think about it. They're going to think about it.
2: <sighs> you you got to worry about right now with the Mules. You got to, like, keep your spirit up. Hey, I know we allowed a touchdown, but we got to go score. Your mindset's at the 10. You know, your coaches, you're picking your best your best red zone plays, and you're running them right now. So you think, thinking, what can we run from the ten? Is it a screen? Is it a Mikey Miller run? What is it that's going to get us in the end zone? Maybe a quarterback run. That's what you got to get ready. You got to go score right now.
1: Once again, the stripes all getting together and talking about something. I don't know what.
2: Maybe they're just planning their after uh, game menu or something.
1: Well, they're they heard that Jerry's buying rounds at Birdie's, (laughs) so.
2: We're a little longer here, Jerry. Sorry, the new, the new birdies <laughs> in.
1: Yeah, Exeter's going to get there well before we will <laughs> with the running clock. All right. I mean, theoretically, our game's over.
2: It's going. But now for we two got here.
1: overtime, so they are going to go for two. Lining up in the middle is Wood. Wood. Got it. Struts his stuff through the back of the end zone, and it's fifteen to seven.
2: Yeah. It's well, it makes it more difficult. For, yeah. You know, now you got to. Your offense got to go score, and you got to get a two-point conversion. So it's it's really you're in a tough spot, Muhlenberg. Game of inches.
1: And that time, your offside or encroachment, you know, whatever you want to call it whenever it happened, and half the distance to the goal, shortens you down to the one-yard line, reopens the playbook that you didn't have at the two. So they will stay on the same side of the field here. Muhlenberg will now get it on the 10-yard line. (sighs)
3: <sighs> I see what yeah. they do
1: here, Miller in the backfield
2: they are going eye they're
1: going eye formation they got Miller in the backfield they also have Wes Clemison acting as the fullback under center now is Lopez Lopez, a handoff to Clemison who gets about four or five that'll <laughs> work, second down half the distance
2: just your classic fullback dive there That's it. just give it to him, go upfield get up there, a little old school football for nothing fancy views. Do it again.
1: Yeah, it's been very rare that we've seen the same play run
2: twice in a row by both sides, really. You can run power, backside guard, you pull him, and then he can lead him up through the hole for Miller.
1: Once again, eye formation. It's time to go pitch play to Miller. Miller, inside run, gets across the
2: five. So you run that toss sweep there. So now you get down there with the two? Yeah, you got 15 feet to
1: go. They're going to say you got down to the two, so make it six feet. So you got two
2: more downs to score a touchdown.
1: Two more chances to go six feet across the goal line here and have an opportunity to tie it up. Still need the two-point conversion. Again, eye formation. Full Aldueno, back dive. Aldueno over here to the left-hand side as a blocker. Once again, going... Oh, back, he fumbled the ball. Octarera got it, and
2: they're going to win the game. Oh, heartbreaker for the Mules.
1: I don't know where the ball got lost, if it was on the handoff or if it was punched out, but that will do it. 15-7, Octarera, in overtime takes down Muhlenberg, gets their new skipper, Ed Smith, his first ever career victory as head coach. And we'll it, give Octorera.
2: It looked like they were trying to run some sort of dive play, and he, okay. he went to go hand off, and he hit the fullback with the ball. The problem is, you don't run a lot of eye offense, you and don't. you don't run it a lot. That's not who you are. You know that's tough. And they fumble the ball, and they lose the game. The margin of error in overtime is so tight. Oh, I feel bad for those the Muhlenberg yeah. kids, but a great win for Octorera. Good one for Octorera.
1: A winnable game that slipped out of Muhlenberg's fingertips here. Octorera's coaching staff sprinting through the press box here. Muhlenberg will fall to 0-1, Octorera 1-0 to open the season. Muhlenberg coming just two yards away from having a chance at tying this one. They had a much better second half. They were down 7-0 after the first half of play came back, got a couple of big stops, got a touchdown on their first offensive possession of the second half as Mikey Miller taking it to the house, to the corner of the end zone. But beyond that, just unable to get enough going offensively. You hold somebody to seven points, you should be able to win a football game. Unfortunately, the offense just not clicking on all cylinders here in game one.
2: I think that the actor just kind of knew who they were more on offense. And even though they were shut down the whole second half, you know, they were able to execute in the overtime and the Mews couldn't and turnovers. They come back to bite you in the butt. And you had a turnover there. You had a chance <laughs> to win the game. You don't know, tie the game there.
1: We had no turnovers in the first half. Went to your three keys to victory and we're like, oh, there haven't been any turnovers. And then there were three within. Uh, both the second half and overtime and ending on a game ending turnover there on a muffed handoff between Lopez and uh, trying to think who he handed off to, I apologize.
2: For Ed Smith you know, first game, Akderera, get that first win, has to feel
1: Or sorry, he was handing it off to Clemens. Yeah,
2: for that first win, it has to feel great for him and a road One win. A oh, road yeah. win you know, on the on the flip side, you know, it's a long season. They got some winnable games coming up. Uh, I know Coach Lorchek is going to be upset, but I'm going to tell you right now, they're going to flip that film on and they're going to see mistake, mistake, drops, misreads. They're going to see a lot of things they can get better at sure. on offense. This offense could be a lot better. Sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, it certainly can be. I mean, I don't think anyone would argue that. We saw some flashes. And, again, it goes back to what I was saying in the preseason podcast that we're going to see flashes out of this this team, right? They're not not what they were the previous, I don't know, three, four years. They're not going to be that. They're going to be better. And we saw glimpses of what they can do on offense. Unfortunately, the full package just isn't quite there yet. But as they go along this season, especially at the end of this four-game stretch to open up that are winnable games, I think that you'll see him start to gel a, a little bit more. Yeah,
2: I agree. You know, uh, I for sure. I, I agree. You know, for, for Muhlenberg, I mean, you know, you got to lay your head on you. You do have a playmaker, I think, in, in Miller. You got to feel good about the way Aiden Lopez played in the second half. You got to feel good that you got a receiver there. Um, I'm blanket on four's name right now, Archie. <laughs> and then you got to feel good about your defense. Your yeah. defense played well. If your defense, defense played well, better than last year, play well and keep you in games, and get this offense going in a week or two. You're going to have some shot, and win some games. It's just after the first two or three weeks, it's going to pick up and be harder. So I know this coaching staff, and I know these players are feeling like they let one go because after about week four, they're not. There's a lot of tough games on there for them.
1: Certainly is. You look at what they did last year against Octorera, and much different game. That was Gio Cavana running for seventy-five yards, seventy-four runs, and then taking in a sixty-eight-yard pass. <laughs> he only ran it seven times last year in that game, and came up for with two hundred twenty twen- yards. Came up with two hundred twenty, incredible. Plus a sixty-eight-yard catch for a touchdown. So, wink, T, baby. You, you look at <laughs> what they did last year against this Octarera team, and it's certainly a step back. But again, different offense. Kids are still trying to to comprehend a new playbook, and you'll run into these instances, right? They nearly gave it away at the end of regulation <laughs> with a brain fart around the twenty yard line, taking a knee with two seconds left. Um, I don't think I've ever seen it doink like that in a regular that. season game and in then, the high school. Game. I've seen doink, it in pros. And then overtime, and then the <laughs> two point, and then the you know they they score. It's the two point conversion afterwards because you gave up. <laughs> a, uh, you know, a penalty on the extra point. So things will get better. And, again, within these first four games that they have, uh, I would certainly expect, I would hope for two and two uh, to get out of there because you're facing winnable games against Redding High, Daniel Boone, Lebanon, even Mifflin uh, did not play extraordinarily well last year. Uh, You know, it's virtually the same schedule. And it, weirdly enough, this is the last time that they're playing Octarera. They have not renewed uh, their have not renewed for next year. So this will be the last time, at least for the really? foreseeable future, that Muhlenberg and Octorera will play. So Octorera taking this one again, fifteen to seven. Let's take a quick break, run a commercial, be back. Final thoughts on this one. Get out of here. Go to birdies. Jerry's buying. Sound good? <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> fifteen to seven. Octorera takes this one in the first game of the season. More to come when we return on the Mule Sports Network.
5: Every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosSports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the lancaster lebanon league team photo galleries and history and stats you can't find anywhere else turn to mike take advantage of our seven day free trial from now through the end of the month football coverage you can't find anywhere else that's mike it's the mule sports network on Cherry gallup media
1: So again, 15-7, to Muhlenberg taking the L at home on this wonderfully, uh, what is becoming a brisk Friday night here in Muhlenberg. Like I said, pants were a good choice now (laughs) walking back to my car. But uh, look, chances were there for Muhlenberg. You you see the glimmers, right? And unfortunately, just not all pulled together here for game one.
2: Yeah, and and I'm going to tell you, the biggest improvement you'll see at high school level, is week one to week two. Because you you didn't play a live game. You played a scrimmage the week before. So now you can watch this film. You say, hey, Mikey, you dropped that one pass. Hey, Archie, you dropped that pass. Hey, Aiden Lopez, you missed this. You missed that. Hey, O-line, you missed And now you can work on this this week and get better and and go try to be a Reading team that's improved, that's got a lot of good athletes with some good linemen.
1: So is Muhlenberg, though. So
2: is Muhlenberg. So it's going to be and anyone's going to be, Ryan, two hungry teams. Nobody wants to go in two. No. They're going to be 0 1. They're 0 1. Muhlenberg's 0 1. And whoever gets out of that game is going to be 1 1, going to feel a lot better about themselves.
1: And yeah, we can take a peek at the uh, scoreboard coverage here and see if we have any uh, final scores as we go into the evening here. Mannheim Central, 56 nothing over Westchester East. Yes. Shocking. Uh, Conestoga Valley, again, who we will see in the final game of the season, 27 nothing over Penn Manor. Uh, Garden Spot beat up on Wiser 42-3. Uh, looking at some other scores here in Burks, specifically uh, Central Dolphin East 34, Reading 6. That was the last update that we had. Roman Catholic Woo. 20, Wilson 14. Woo. Yeah, th- these haven't been updated for a while. Wilson. Exeter ended up running away from Daniel Boone, I think 35-7. Uh, you're looking at... Uh, Sorry, Fleetwood over Kutztown, that was third quarter last update. It was 41-6. to Twin Valley over Schuylkill Valley, 14-13 in the fourth quarter. Burks Catholic was holding on to a two-point lead against Loyal Sock, uh, 21-19. That was I, I got a final also in the for third you. quarter.
2: Roman Catholic 49, Wilson 14.
1: Yeah, so that hasn't been updated in a quite a long time. Why <laughs> <laughs> uh, missing was beating Kennerdale 42-7. to And that is it for Berks County teams here this evening. And, again, this one, 15-7.
2: 56-7 final for Missing. Twitter's faster than LNP.
1: Twitter is much faster than LNP. They don't update the scoreboard nearly as fast as I would hope that they would. Burt Wilson hurried up a little bit. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so next week we go on the road. We're at Redding High. We're away for the next four weeks. (laughs) That's crazy. So... (laughs) Uh, and then we finished with four out of five, including homecoming, uh, to finish off the season. It's a, uh, it's a really weird and wild schedule. Last year was uh, just as bad because they needed to play four games straight at home. They're just swapping out the same schedule. So loss here this evening against Octorera, falling to 0-1. They will play, uh, who is a very likely 0-1 Reading High team. They lost 33-20 to uh, against Reading High last year. Uh, that was a game that was relatively close in the first half, and then Redding had pulled away as the game went along. Uh, they put up an 8-0 scoreline in the second quarter thanks to a small one-yard run, the extra point by Burdeen. That was the difference, really. Made it 14-6 going into the half and then 33-20. to uh, Muhlenberg struggled to run the football against them. They struggled to throw the football too. Fiddler had went three for 16 in that game with three picks against Redding that was a large determining factor as to why, despite it being within two scores, it was 33-20, three picks, not going to do it for you. As uh, Aubrey, Carreras, Rodriguez, and Roman all had interceptions. Well, uh, like,
2: it, it, the, thi- the thing about it's going to be a totally different scheme. So it will. It, so you went against somewhat spread, but mostly veer, midline, wing T. So now you're going to go against Redding, and I know Redding's wing is spread. So you're going to be a spread attack. With good athletes in space. But, Muhlenberg has some good athletes. So they should be able to match up somewhat against them and, and have a good chance to match up with different coverages. And they should be able to, to be able to hang with them up front at times.
1: So, Reading High next week. And then, at Daniel Boone, we get to follow Exeter's footsteps here. And then, at Lebanon, in a very winnable game against the Cedars. And then, at Governor Mifflin on September 23rd. And then, finally... Back here in Laureldale against Mannheim Central on September 30th.
2: So we get Mannheim Central.
1: Mannheim Central, Exeter, Warwick. Oh, and a murderer's row from At September Africa, 30th uh, to October we 14th. So
2: We, gotta, we, gotta, we just got to get a couple coming up.
1: Get some under your belt here in a yes. winnable game next week against Reading High. Yes. So that's where you can turn the page. Watch the film from this one. Learn an awful lot. Move forward. Get a win on the road against the Red Knights in a very winnable game. But, yeah, at the end of the day, just not quite enough here for Muhlenberg. They had their chances. They had their lumps. Uh, they took their lumps, but, unfortunately, just wasn't quite enough. A much better second half, though. They will certainly look at that and build on it for next week and hopefully come away with their first win of the season against a uh, a very athletic spread offense in uh, in Redding High. So nothing's nothing's forgiven here. Uh, but Reading did have a tough go of it this week. We'll see what they do next week against Muhlenberg. And taking a look, Warwick beating Cacalico 17 14. That's interesting.
2: Warwick's going to be improved this year.
1: Warwick is going to be improved. Uh Kacalico stinks for them. Taking an L, first game of the season, coming off the uh, district championship last year. Lampeter strasburg doing what they do, beating up on Solanco 45 7. Solanco
2: beat him last year, though.
1: Yeah, but LS is always Yeah, they're good. Always good. So. But, yep, next week against Reading High, 7 o'clock kickoff. We'll be at Shirk Stadium, maybe from the roof, maybe not. Uh, but it'll be Pat, Chris, myself. Um, we hope that you enjoyed this. We really do. Hopefully we brought a lot of energy and uh, a lot of enjoyment to your broadcast and hope that you tune in next week. Thank you again to all of our sponsors. Uh, we may end up heading to one, especially if Jerry's buying. So if anyone wants to head out to Birdies and talk to us, hey. Uh, we'll probably be out there and chit-chatting everything high school football here. So, But again, next week we'll be on the air at 6.45. All right, I'm looking forward to it, Ryan. Anything else from you, Chris, since you've chimed in on a handful of occasions?
5: Uh, no, I think everything went really well. I feel like they could have done a little bit more when it came to the offense, but especially when Muhlenberg made that six-man up front, that really seemed like it was a difference coming out of the game after that. But, I mean, after that it was just – I feel like the team was a little bit new to the to everything going on, and that's what happens when you're new. You'll make dumb mistakes, but you can come back from it next week. So get I there. thought it was a great game.
1: They'll get there. But next week, 7 p.m. kickoff against Reading High and the Red Knights. 6.45, myself, Patrick, we'll be on the air. Chris will be producing for us. Same team, same channel, JG Media 2.
2: Maybe we'll see a doink.
1: Maybe we'll see a doink. <laughs> Thank you again for listening in. 15-7, your final score here. Octorero taking uh, their first win of the season, giving their head coach as well his first win of his career. So congratulations all the way around there. But we'll be back looking for Muhlenberg's first win of the season next week. So we hope that you join us then. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Have a good night.
0: Thank you for joining us for Muhlenberg football on the Mule Sports Network. The game has been brought to you by the new Birdies Inn, located at Five Points in Exeter, MikeDragoSports.com, the best high school sports coverage in Berks County, and Margarita's Pizzeria in Laureldale. Join us next week when the Mules cross town to take on the Reading Red Knights. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gellif Media. Good night.